0: Podcast this week, time travelers. We're having a chat about Super Mario 64 and going back to the year 1996. At the time of recording, it is December the 28th, 2022. I am Mash the Newton, and joining me through a very snowy, wintry, New Year's Eve, kind of holiday set of tubes <laughs> is my co host, Andy the Android.
1: Hello, yeah, these, these tubes are feeling festive, got a lot of holiday lights. Some yeah. jingle
0: bells going on.
1: Yeah, I can hear the, ching, 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 <laughs> the jingle bells going. Um, there's lots of glitter for whatever reason. <laughs> oh man, now it's going to get everywhere. Yeah, man, I hate glitter. <laughs>
0: going to be picking that out of our beards for like a month. <laughs>
1: that's
0: right, that's right. Yeah, how are you, how are you doing? Doing good. Um, yeah, overall had a, had a nice holiday and... I don't know. Really can't complain. Had a delicious chicken parmesan sandwich this evening with the bread that I made and the chicken parm that I, you know, the chicken parmesan cutlets that I made. Nice. Uh, that I, that I learned that was it's it's my partner's mom's recipe. Same with the red sauce. I learned how to make all of that stuff for Christmas, and we're still having leftovers. But yeah, had a pretty delicious chicken parm sandwich right before recording. So life's pretty good. How you
1: doing? Things are yeah, things are good. Um the uh, uh, I'm on week 2 of vacation right now, which is feels very nice. <laughs> it's kind of like I I just want this to kind of last forever. It's
0: <laughs> Yes.
1: So, yes. um So yeah, we took <laughs> I'm not
0: on vacation, so I'm a little bit jealous.
1: Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Now, now you know how I felt when you were not yeah, when I for... When I
0: was unemployed for nine months and living yeah. my best
1: life. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I, I took a little trip. I went um, a little vacation to Hawaii for a week, <laughs> which, which was, that was week one. in Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. And I, 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 um, did some, did some gaming while I was there. I had my steam deck with me and I also did some game streaming using my iPad. So we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, but this week I'm just kind of like really delving into games, like just, you know, playing good games for like a solid, you know, three hours every morning and then getting some stuff done and (laughs) playing some games later. Yeah. It's just, this is the time of year, like where I get, Or just hold all the games that are really time um, demanding and just sort of delve into them and hopefully mostly finish them up by the end or or you know I'll I'll string them along too after vacation's over. So yeah,
0: yeah. I've been putting a good amount of time, excuse me, good amount of time into some games as well, but Mm. we'll talk about that later.
1: Was there uh, anything you wanted to cover before the news? I'm gonna give give you a little segue. Sure. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I. So I got recently,
0: you know, within the past two months, the year-end PlayStation review and then Nintendo did one. I saw that there was one that you could do through uh, like True Achievements for Xbox since they don't actually do one. And then I also got one uh, for Steam in my email today saying, hey, like, let's look at your Steam year-end review. So I, <laughs> I just was kind of shocked at the amount. Of time that I'd put into Grand Theft Auto Online earlier this year. <laughs> uh-huh. <Sure. laughs> I mean that that's all that's all I really learned from this, and um and I barely played my PlayStation this year. Apparently, Ooh. like uh, I think I only played my PlayStation for like forty to fifty hours, maybe. Yeah. Wait, no, it might have been slightly more than that, but it wasn't that much. Like I played more GTA online than I did all like at all or sorry than than what I did on my PlayStation for this entire year. Mm. Um so yeah, I'm like I've been thinking about more of the uh like PlayStation exclusive games that I haven't played because I did buy two more in a Steam sale recent not Steam sale, wow. All right. So, I don't know where where things just had to get cut, but things got a little dicey with my cat on my desk, rubbing her face on my keyboard.
1: That's that's what and happens when you mix cats and computers. Yeah, she
0: <laughs> Anyway, she she opened up like FlexTime and Logic and like did a couple other things with her face on my keyboard. So anyway, hopefully everything's <laughs> fine. Everything looks fine in the recording, and we're back to talking about uh what the the stats oh yeah no the stuff that i bought on the playstation store I, the two what? games shadow of the colossus and there was another exclusive game that i picked up for 10 bucks now i can't remember what it was but anyway i've got i've got like a backlog of games that i need to need to play um on my ps4 yep so maybe 2023 will be that year where I get through Days Gone and Oh, The Last of Us Two. That was the other game that I got for 10 bucks.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good pickup. So yeah. So I, I've
0: I'm I'm like swimming in PlayStation exclusives that I've got for ten bucks. Same thing with God of War. <laughs> Same thing with uh, The Last Guardian. I think when I got Bloodborne, it was like fifteen bucks, but I don't think I'm gonna go back to that.
2: Oh it's just not okay. my thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I I also uh picked up some things on the like Steam sale. Uh so there was I think I'm going to save one cuz I'm going to talk about it later but like one of the ones I like Titanfall 2 was like 5 bucks. Oh yeah. And and I already own it through the EA store. I think I paid like on sale 40 bucks for it for like uh for friends and stuff. But like, I think I purchased three copies, like one. one It's it's also on game pass. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's on game pass. So that's, that's good. But I, I wanted to like experience it on my steam deck. It is listed as unsupported, but I think it does work. Um, but, uh, like, like it's really funny. Some of the things that are unsupported, um, Jedi fallen order was another one I picked up. And that one was like in the announcement trailer for the steam deck. Like when they, when valve announced they were making this yeah. thing, they showed Jedi fallen order playing it to the state. It still says unsupported, but it does work. So I don't understand like why they haven't reviewed it or made it so that it'll weird be supported. Anyway, it's really funny. Sometimes, sometimes things say that they're supported and they don't work so good. And sometimes they say they're unsupported and they work totally fine. So, huh. um, so yeah, it's just basically when I think unsupported just means that, Hey, no one at, at valve has looked at this thing <laughs> to see if it yeah. runs. So, so yeah, that was a couple of things that I picked up, but there was one more thing I picked up also, but I'm going to talk about it later because, um, I have was, I played a fair amount of it. <clears throat> okay. You know, I did also
0: decide to, uh, get the saints row reboot. I know that a lot of people gave it a lot of crap. <laughs> mm hmm. But I think that I'd still probably have fun anyway. And yeah. I saw that they just did a really big new patch um, that's supposed to address a ton of the bugs that were present at launch. So it's probably too little too late for the majority of people, but I liked the first three Saints Row games that I played. I never played anything beyond the third, mm. but they were fun. And, yep. you know, I, I'm just I'm curious to see what this is like. It might be a mistake, but I guess we'll find out in a future episode.
1: (laughs) (coughs) That's right. That's right.
0: But I think that's all I got. Anything else from you?
1: Oh, there was one more thing that was on sale that was on my uh, wish list. I think normally this is like a $25 game, but I got it for $15. It was recommended by a friend. Uh, It's called Kayak VR Mirage.
0: Oh, I almost got that. I I, I think I saw that you had it on your wish list, too.
1: Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a VR kayaking game, which is a uh, pretty relaxing and fun. So have you played um, it? No, I haven't played it, but I, I, it's, I picked it up. It's if ready. you, if
0: you play it before the sales over let, or like, let me know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got to just get, get the VR stuff out. And
0: hey, there's there's no time right like
1: there. vacation. It's true. It's true. There's other games I want to play. It's, but um, yeah, that's all I got for, for steam stuff. I haven't checked out any of my year-in-review stuff, um, besides besides the Steam one, which was kind of similar to yours, but to a lesser degree. I also play a lot of Grand Theft Auto. So,
0: yeah, the Steam the Steam review that I saw for myself also said that I used a controller fifty one percent of the time. Yeah. Hey,
2: I thought that was face. interesting.
1: Yeah, on a PC, sure. It's
0: like just over half the amount of time on my <laughs> gaming PC. I've used a controller in Steam. Yeah. I mean honestly all of it's because of Grand Theft Auto.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. And it's not counting anything like Overwatch for example. So
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. Wow. There's no there's no real Blizzard year in review thing. <laughs> I guess. Man, I was, it's funny, I was trying to round up all the places that I played games to see if I could see truly how many hours I played games over the year. And then I thought, well, then I also played games for the show on original hardware and I can't count that. Like, Never. I, don't how many, yeah. like I don't know how many hours that was. <laughs> so anyway, the point is moot. I just wanted to see how much time I spent in my mostly year
1: off <laughs> playing yeah. games. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see how that would be interesting.
0: Cause I'm sure it was way more than any other year of my adult life. That's for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Except for maybe my early twenties. Cause I still probably found a way to play games more during that time.
1: Probably just slept less. That's <laughs>
0: yeah. That was, that was a big thing. Not sleeping. Oh, I'll sleep when I die. Right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else? Or should we start talking about the news? Let's talk about the news. All right. Well, hey, there is a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge update that features custom arcade mode, CRT and VCR filters, and more, according to this Game Informer article. Uh, this is exciting. I love this game, and I haven't I haven't had a reason to play it in a little while, um, other than to go back and get 100% on the achievements, which I think I might still try to do, especially now. Um, so yeah, let's see. Retro theme filters an extra large serving of refinements, round out the surprise update, which reaches PC, PlayStation, Switch, and Xbox players today. There's, yeah, in the custom game section, it looks like there's free play. Um Doppelgangers. I'm assuming that means that more than more than one of the same turtle, or I guess not just turtle, but character can be played. Yeah, sure. Um Old School Super. I think, yeah, it says super attacks now cost health instead of ninja power. Very retro.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so it's, whenever, whenever you do your special move, like, that was the one main thing that I noticed was very different about this game from something like mm-hmm. um, Turtles in Time, was the fact that when you use your special move, it doesn't take any health from you. So you're not, So you're not incentivized to use it only when you need it. So you can just spam it. So in this case... You're now you're gonna be more incentivized to use it only exactly when you need to, like in a critical moment. But yeah, this looks cool.
1: Yeah, I like I like that they have some custom options where you can uh uh just I don't know, sort of tailor your experience, give people more choice and and
0: Yeah, it's it's kinda like the modifiers in Battle Garega. Yeah, yeah. Um from M2. So yeah, I love I love all the different little switches and sliders and things that can be applied to like, you know, further customize your game. Actually, they did that to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as well. They mm. they made it oh. so that you can actually customize what items are available. Yeah. So, uh you know, if you want to say screw you blue shell, you can turn that off. But anyway,
1: yeah, I, I kind of would. I kind of do want to turn off the blue shell, but it, it's... It needs to be there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just kills me, though. I, I don't know. It's just... It's, it's, it's helpful when you have someone who's just very dominant, you know, like, and is very far ahead. You need a, a way to equalize that a little bit. But. Yeah,
0: uh, you know, it, it, it makes it so that Mario Kart is still a game of chance. Because <sighs> yeah. if it's just pure uh. skill... Then, you know, it'll be like other games that are pure skill and you get more rage quitters and,
1: you know, I, yeah, I suppose so. I guess the, the if
0: randomness you consider,
1: can be good. If you think of it as a game of chance, it kind of makes it a little easier that, you know, you're at the mercy of RNG at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. No matter how good you are, you're still at the mercy of the RNG. Being good helps. But anyway, yeah. we, weren't, yeah. we weren't talking about <laughs> Mario Kart, which I diverted us to.
1: It's okay.
0: Um, so anyway, this is uh, this is pretty great. I'm glad to have this update come out. And I think it just... Oh, no. Wow. This article came out on the 22nd. I, I've not been very observant recently.
2: <sighs>
1: Neither have I.
0: So Trust yeah, I didn't, I didn't know this was a thing. But yeah, I'd like to see the CRT and VCR filters. I'm curious to see what
1: those look like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's all I got. What about you?
1: No, but we're, we're not done with turtle news though. What more turtles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, so, uh, the, uh, other team, teenage mutant Ninja turtles game that came out this year, the Kawabunga collection, um, got, are you patch? talking about the
0: Cowabunga collection? That's an incredible value of 13 <laughs> teenage mutant Ninja turtle games across all the various eight and 16 bit platforms. That's the one. Holy cow. <laughs>
1: and and they're not done adding content as um a patch adds uh <laughs> online co-op to the SNES Turtles in Time game. So
0: <laughs> see this is what it would sound like if we were sponsored by something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was lis- I was actually listening to the last episode, which I do sometimes, and um or it might've been the episode before that, but we were talking about YouTube TV and I, it, I was like laughing because I'm like, this sounds like a commercial because like I was saying something like here's a specific feature that a feature that I really like, you know, I really like that it saves all my recordings. <laughs> my, my
0: I canceled my YouTube TV subscription by the way.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. So anyway. I, I was in it for the world cup. That's it. Sorry, sorry, listeners, if you thought that we sold out, you know no. that wasn't true. But I was like, man, I just like I. But
0: dip, Google, dip, dip. if you want to pay us to advertise YouTube TV, let's talk.
1: Yeah, let's. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know my email. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you've
0: got my email.
1: <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Um. So anyway, we've got um. This. So I guess it, originally it was not possible to play co-op in the SNES version of Turtles in Time. You could play. in the arcade version but until now yes i'm
0: excited i don't know who i'll play it with but it means i can play it with somebody
1: and there's there's actually a big patch list here of lots of things that were added like um the home menu icon on the switch has changed into new box art you know, I've seen
2: some oh, yeah, do that
1: before. No, I'm so glad that they did
0: it because I saw the perfect description of the art that was on the Switch for this game.
2: Uh-huh. They're
0: like, like the dollar store napkin design. Oh. <laughs> like the dollar store, like kids party napkin. That was what the icon has looked like up until this point, I assume I haven't seen the new one yet.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. It,
0: but, but apparently it's supposed to match the box art. Whereas this one did not match the box art and looked really goofy.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's, I'm glad that they, um, they did that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's like a lot of things. This is kind of like, it, this looks like all things they would have liked to have in the, you know, the nice to have list on, on this game but they just like released it in a more like got all the functional bugs out of the way hopefully so
0: yeah they do have so many different modifiers like things like a new enhancement added to the arcade u.s turtles in time number of lives per coin can be adjusted from one to eight wow um also new enhancement added to the u.s arcade u.s turtles in time difficulty can be adjusted game loop can now be turned on or off While on, the game will restart from the beginning after the credits. So, yeah, there's a lot of different little things that you could do that would be like dip switch things that you could do on the actual arcade board. And I'm sure they have, let's see, Xbox arcade stick, PlayStation 4 controller is now, oh, let's see, uh, PS4 joystick. Oh, okay, so sorry. You can use a PS4 arcade controller via the PS5, and that will be natively supported by this now. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Same thing with Xbox Arcade Stick is now actually officially supported. Oh, when creating an online lobby, the player can now set the lobby size for for the two arcade games. Host can limit two, three, or four players. Oh, that's cool. So anyway, there's a lot of stuff that they did. And they have a list of, like, uh, looks like roughly eight to 10 issues in the games that they fixed. Like even something like SNES Turtles in Time manual, the museum now includes missing page 18 and 19. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, cool updates coming to some of my favorite games of this year, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely the encourage anyone, Twindles.
1: anyone to look up that list. If that, you know, if it's interesting to you, because seems like a lot. If you purchase the game, if you bought the game, just just look up that list of th- things that yeah. they changed.
0: Or, you kinda... know, you, you can even check it out in the link here in the show notes.
1: Hey. Yes. It's attached to this very
0: podcast you're listening to right now. <laughs> what a time to be alive.
2: Hmm.
0: All right. Um, last thing, unless you got anything more on that. Go for it. The Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters will finally hit PlayStation, and Switch next year. But what about Xbox? Uh What about Xbox? Um, Square Enix announced its final fantasy pixel remasters of the series' first six games in June of last year. And over the course of roughly eight months, each of those remasters hit PC platforms. Wait, oh, they're already on PC? Wow. Oh, I had no idea. I'm not paying attention, apparently. Because I kind of want to check these out. Potentially, I really, because I think they're using the same engine slash art as like, uh, oh, what the heck is that? Brave, no, not
1: um, really default. Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler, thank mm-hmm. you. And uh, Triangle Strategy, best yes, name ever. All three of those, like, <laughs> really strange.
0: It's like, anyway, those names are all interchangeable to me. Um, okay, so yes. I do kind of want to check these out. I, you know, a long time ago in the before times, (laughs) whenever this was, actually, whenever the the very first Final Fantasy game came out on iOS, that's when I really tried to play that game. I feel Mm. like I actually got a decent amount of the way through, but then I don't. Well, okay, that's, and that's my opinion. I probably only scratched the surface of the game, but I did play for, like, at least eight to ten hours of that NES original version. I had fun, but then, like, I realized I don't like spending that much time playing games on my phone. So, I kind of (laughs) stopped. So, this might be a cool way to actually go back and play it.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of cool on Steam you can purchase each of the games a la carte. So if there's like one that you particularly like or you can purchase them as a bundle, it's up to you. Um, That's cool. They go for 12 bucks each and uh they're currently on sale for 9.56 each. So look at that.
0: This this might be a thing that I do on the Switch though. Yeah. If I do this. I think I'm going to wait to buy one until I actually decide like I want to play one of these right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or um, (laughs) do what I did and buy games in anticipation of getting a Steam Deck. (laughs) (laughs) It's the silly thing to do, but I did it, and I'm actually not mad about it.
0: Dude, I did that with, like, two PSVR games that were on sale forever ago. Mm. I don't own PSVR, and I'm never going to. Yeah, oh. So that's why I'm like, uh, I should stop... Like, thankfully, it was like two very steeply discounted games, but still. Yeah. Like, I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to do that in case the day never comes.
1: Yeah. It probably safe to stop, but never say never. You could still get a PSVR 2 and still be able to play those games. (laughs) So.
0: Fair enough. I feel like the likelihood that I get a Steam Deck is higher than me getting a PSVR though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True. True
0: especially because I saw really nothing of an article that made me think about future updates for the steam deck. Mm -hmm. The article itself was like, I don't know, two sentences longer than the actual headline, basically. Yeah, sure. (laughs) That was like valve talks about things that they want to do in future versions of the steam deck. And like reading in the thing, it's like the actual article that they posted. There was, there was nothing about that. So mm. anyway, little, little sidetrack. I was, when I was looking for news to add, I was like, Ooh, something about the steam deck. And I'm like, no, yeah. there really wasn't actually any news in there at all.
1: Yeah. The, I, I, I had heard that the, some of the developers of the steam deck had come out and said, these are some things that they would like to focus on in the future, like battery life and the screen.
0: Yeah. But that was, that was the, that was the headline reading yeah. the actual article. They don't talk about any of that.
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I that's that's the thing. They're they're, you know, people are going to pull out what they want. What will get people clicking on the link, right? Yeah. So I'm sure that the um the Steam developers weren't very forthcoming with what they want to do for the next Steam Deck. <laughs> so, sure,
0: but it's like most insert most obvious thing to improve here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, every <laughs> like everyone kind of expects, you know, there's there's I mean, I think there were a lot of things that they, you know, like the controller, you know, that's that's good. Um, but like everything around the size, this the type of screen that they're using, this the resolution of the screen that they're using, the processor, the GPU, all those things, these these are like different wish lists for different people, is what I'm yeah trying to say. And the thing is that, you know, basically valve is saying well we're happy with most of those things the battery life is something we'd like to see improved and the screen is something we'd like to see improved yeah i've been b- pretty happy with both of those things so <laughs> i'm uh, i'm okay i'm doing okay all right so i feel like i probably
0: wouldn't really have much to complain about myself if i had one
1: yeah yeah it just it all depends where your expectations and where you you want that thing to and for me, playing like indie games that I really, it's really hard for me to justify firing up my gaming PC for. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. It's time to go back, maybe, to a familiar place. Maybe
2: talk about. 1996?
1: Oh,
0: yes, 1996. <laughs> maybe talk about some Super Mario 64.
1: Yeah, possibly. Unless there's anything else about the news you want to? No, I don't
0: think so. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at our outro stuff. I'm like, what are the things that we only say there? You can join us on discord. You can follow us on Instagram. <laughs> and you can support us on Patreon. Come join us next time. When we talk about <gasps> almost gotcha. Yeah. I yeah. know what the next game is, but we're not telling you yet. You gotta, you gotta stick around. Yeah. Or, if it, or just
1: fast forward and <laughs> jokes on us. Gotta wait. <laughs> yeah. Or you can use the chapter marker. Ah, oh,
0: crap there you go foiled again (laughs) (laughs) all right that's it time machine time time machine time all right let's get in that time machine (laughs) and we have arrived the day september the 29th the year 1996 we have traveled through time to talk about super mario 64 on the day of its release but first Hark, what is this beautiful music playing on this grocery store, I don't know, something. I was going to say speaker system, but that's really weird. Um, just my, my little mono boombox again. <laughs> it's The Macarena by Los Del Rio. That's right. We're back the same day as uh, <laughs> as Pilot Wing 64 because it was a launch title just like this one. So now that the Macarena is finishing up, we've got another amazing song that is the number one song in the UK today, which is "Breakfast at Tiffany's" by Deep Blue Something.
1: So last time, I'm pretty sure I didn't freak out about this song because I think I was talking a lot about the Macarena. But I freaking love this song. This song
0: is (laughs) sung. This song is so good. It's really, it's really, it's really strange though. It's Mm -hmm. like the thing that they're trying to not break up, like the thing that they're trying to find to connect themselves and not break up is the fact that they both kind of like the movie breakfast at Tiffany's.
1: It's yeah. It's sort of a nineties, like tongue in cheek humor, but, and and it's just weird in a way. I don't know. I think it's kind of romantic in a way. It's like, Hey, you're thinking at the, of the glass half empty, but <laughs> look what you we've got here.
0: <laughs> we've got nothing in common. <laughs> yes. No common ground between us. I can't remember the rest yeah. of the stuff off the top of my head. But anyway, so yeah, breakfast at Tiffany's and the Macarena. What a great time to be here in 1996.
1: And what a band um, name.
0: Deep Blue something. Anyway,
1: yeah. or, anyway go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to derail us on that song anymore.
0: <laughs> but you said, what about <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's?
1: No, I said, what about uh, Super Mario 64? <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: said, what about Super Mario 64? He said... I don't know. No, that doesn't work. All right. Other things happening this month. September 4th, Alanis Morissette and the Smashing Pumpkins win awards at 13th MTV Video Music Awards, a.k.a. the VMAs. Uh, September the 7th, the rap artist Tupac Shakur shot multiple times in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas and dies six days later. Still feels too soon. Man, I, for the first time in my life, like just the other day in the car, heard a really great Tupac song that I was like, what the heck? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of it, but okay. yeah, I, I haven't listened to him a ton, but uh, yeah, I was like, dude, this is actually like the content of the song is amazing. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so, it's so good. It's like so good. It, it was, it's actually like a genuinely like very good message in the song. And I'm like, damn dude, I had no idea. Mm. Um, so anyway, uh, September 14th, Oakland A's Mark McGuire, the 13th player to hit 50 home runs in a season. September 16th, courtroom reality show, Judge Judy with Judge Judith Scheindlin premieres in the U.S. Uh, Music albums released this month include Traveling Without Moving from Jamiroquai, New Adventures in Hi-Fi from R.E.M., Enema from Tool, Fashion Nugget from Cake, Cheryl Crow from Cheryl Crow, Better Living Through Chemistry from Fatboy Slim, How Bizarre from OMC, And what would the community think from Cat Power? Movies released this month include First Wives Club, Feeling Minnesota, Fly Away Home, Bulletproof, Last Man Standing, Loch Ness, and Maximum Risk. The most popular video game rentals in the U.S. according to Blockbuster were Tetris Attack for the Super Nintendo, College Football USA 97 for the Sega Genesis, and Tekken 2 for the PlayStation, and lastly but not least, Nights into Dreams for the Sega Saturn. Notable video game releases this month include Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo 64. Hey, what a coincidence! Hey. Waverly 64, also for the N64, Wipeout XL for the PlayStation, Pilot Wing 64 for the Nintendo 64. It's not in my list, but it was there. Mm hmm. Uh, Time Crisis 3 in the arcades, Revolution, sorry, Revelations Persona for the PlayStation, Crash Bandicoot for the PlayStation, Street Fighter 2 Alpha for the Super Nintendo 1, PlayStation Super Nintendo 1 for the Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, and Saturn, and Donkey Kong Land 2 for the Game Boy.
1: Super Mario 64. As stated previously, released September 29th, 1996. Today is playable on Nintendo 64, Nintendo Wii U, Oh, excuse me. Nintendo Wii and Wii U, Nintendo DS and Nintendo Switch. Now,
0: oh, I forgot about the IQ Player.
1: Yeah. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll put the IQ Player um, here. Uh, so I have a little bone to pick about the Nintendo DS because <laughs> I, I think there is a more authentic way to play it on the Nintendo 3DS, thanks to the Super the Mario Pad. Well, the Super Mario decompilation efforts. They have oh, a really great version that runs on 3DS. Of course, it's not official. <laughs> um you know, according to Nintendo that, you know, the, the 3DS is bare. The, the new 3DS is just capable enough to play SNES games, but I can tell you they're wrong. It actually runs in 64 games quite well. Anyway, Nintendo DS, the the real bone I have to pick with it. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, they put star Fox 64, they put like Ocarina of time, Majora's mask. They put in 64 games on the 3DS and they look better
1: yeah yeah exactly so when they say oh you know you need a new 3ds to play snes games it's like come on
0: (laughs) come on come on come on
1: right come on nintendo but the bone that i have to pick with nintendo ds is that it it i will argue it's a different game it's sort of like mario 64 remix a lot of it's there but there was a lot of changes made and i i played a little bit with it um perhaps we'll talk a little bit about that later but Yeah. Anyway, just so you know about the Nintendo DS version, it's, it's kind of a different thing. (laughs) Um, but right now let's talk about the history. In, uh, the early 1990s, Super Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto conceived a 3D Mario design while developing the game Star Fox, uh, for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System or SNES. Star Fox used the Super FX graphics chip, which added more processing power. Miyamoto considered using the chip to develop a Super NES game, Super Mario FX, with gameplay based on an entire world in miniature... Uh, like miniature trains. <laughs> According to engineer Dylan Cuthbert, who worked on Star Fox, and oh, yeah, yeah, Dylan Cuthbert. Cuthbert. (laughs) Super Mario FX was never the title of the game, but the codename of the Super FX chip. Miyamoto reformulated the idea for the Nintendo 64, not for its greater power, but because its controller has more buttons for gameplay. At the January 1993 consumer electronics show, uh, CES, where Star Fox made its debut, Nintendo's booth demonstrated a Talking 3D Polygon Animation of Mario's Head. It returned in the start screen programmed by Giles Goddard.
0: Production of Super Mario 64 began on September 7th, 1994 at Nintendo's Entertainment Analysis and Development Division and concluded on May 20th, 1996. According to Miyamoto, most of the time, 15 to 20 people worked on the game. Development began with the characters and the camera system. Months were spent selecting a view and layout. The original concept involved the fixed path of an isometric game such as Super Mario RPG, which moved to a free-roaming 3D design with some linear paths, particularly to course the player into Bowser's Lair, according to Giles Goddard.
1: Super Mario 64 is one of the first games for which Nintendo produced its illustrations internally instead of by outsourcing. The graphics were made using N-World, a Silicon uh, Graphics-based toolkit. The development team prioritized Mario's movement and before levels were created, tested and refined Mario's animations on a simple grid. The 3D illustrations were created by Shigefumi Hino, Hisashi Ogami, Hideki Fuji. Tom- so <laughs> we got a lot of Japanese Tomoaki. Here. Tomoaki. Kurome, Kurome and Yusuke Nakano. <laughs> Nakano. <laughs> that's like. Anyone a those lot of Japanese names in a yeah. row? Yeah. A, one of those names, like, you know, if I no were. No problem. Hideki Fuji? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yusuke Nakano? Easy. But, but like when you... 10 of them in a row? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an obstacle course, <laughs> but in sentence form. But um, and the game animated by co director. Yoshiaki Koizumi and satoru Satoru Takawaza Takiwaza <laughs> Woo um, Okay, here we go. We're not done. Uh Yoichi Kotuabe Illustrator and character designer for the Mario series made a 3D drawing of Mario from various angles and directed the creation of the character models. In an interview with the Washington Post, Yoshiaki Koizumi recalled that his challenge was animating the 3D models without any precedence. To assist players with depth, depth, uh, depth perception, the team positioned a faux shadow directly beneath each object regardless of the area's lighting yoshiaki koizumi described the feature as an ironclad necessity which might not be realistic but it's much easier to play
0: yes you need that shadow
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
0: helpful uh, miyamoto's guiding design philosophy was to include more details than earlier games by using the nintendo 64's power to feature all the emotions of the characters he likened the game's style to a 3D interactive cartoon. Some details were inspired by the developer's personal lives. For example, the boozer are based on assistant director Takashi Tezuka's wife, who, as Miyamoto explained, is very quiet normally, but one day she exploded, maddened by all the time <laughs> Tezuka spent at work. Didn't, didn't we talk about this in a different episode
2: yeah and
1: it, it was a slightly different quote too and i yeah. just love that we're learning about uh tezuka's uh, wife you know just slowly through
0: the video game based based off of one incident and now she's in a wikipedia article about a bunch of mario games you know i'm i'm, I'm jealous
1: <laughs> honestly just because she
0: lost her temper once because her husband doesn't he didn't come home ever yeah he just stayed sleeping under his desk i'd be mad if i were her too
2: yeah
1: agreed agreed anyway (laughs) as for the reception super mario 64 received critical acclaim with a score of 94 out of 100 from review aggregator metacritic based on 13 reviews and a score of 96 percent from review aggregator game rankings based on 22 reviews the design variety of
0: controls and use of 3D gameplay received praise from video game publications. Maximum found its strongest points were the sense of freedom and its replayability comparing it to Super Mario World and citing its similar gimmick allowing access to new areas upon finding uh, upon finding switches. One of game fans four reviewers, E-Storm, cited the water levels as overjoying and showed how Super Mario 64 delved into an entirely new realm of gaming. Official Nintendo Magazine called it beautiful in both looks and design. Doug Perry of IGN agreed that it transitioned the series into 3D perfectly. Electronic Gaming Monthly discussed the levels in their initial review, praising them for their size and challenge, and later ranked it the fourth best console game of all time, arguing that it had breached the entire genre of 3D gaming while working virtually flawlessly.
1: Computer and video games editor Paul Davies praised the 3D environment and said it enhanced the interaction and described the control scheme as intuitive and versatile. Total hailed the gameplay as being so imaginative and having such a variety that their reviews were still, the reviewers were still hooked after one month. Writing for all game uh, John T Davies commented the diversity of the gameplay and abundance of activities found in each course. Nintendo Life's Corby's Dillard agreed, calling the variety of the game's greatest genius. Uh, writing for Game Revolution, Nebosha. Nebush, Radov Radov Radakovic. Radov- I'm not so good with Russian names. Just Radakovic. Very good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> described Super Mario 64 as one of the few true 3D platform games, and 64 Magazine likened it to enormous playground to an enormous playground, which was a pleasure to experiment in, but opined that the exploration. Yes.
2: Right. Yeah. Yes. find.
1: Yeah. yeah. That the exploration element was slightly brought down by how many hints and tips there were. Victor Lucas of E.P. Daily agreed, praising the freedom, but suggested players skip all the signposts.
0: Super Mario sixty four also received praise for its graphics. Gamespot praised the graphics for being clean yet simple and not detracting from the details of the game world. GamePro particularly praised the combination of unprecedented technical performance and art design, calling it the most visually impressive game of all time. Paul Davies described the graphics as so amazing to see you find yourself stopping to admire them. John T. Davies called the visuals phenomenal and the frame rate respectable. Doug Perry found the graphics, er, Doug Perry found the graphics simple but magnificent, a sentiment shared by Next Generation. A reviewer from Hyper <laughs> called it the best-looking console game to date and opined that its high resolution and frame rate for the time made it look infinitely better than a cartoon. Total said that the graphics, lack of pixelation and jagged edges made it look like they were
1: from, <laughs> from a top-range graphics workstation The camera system received mixed reviews. Uh, Next Generation found that Super Mario 64 was less accessible than previous Mario games. Frustrated by the camera's occasional erratic movements and lack of optimal angle. Again, our friend Nebosha Radovkovic and Doug Perry added that the camera system sometimes blocked by or went through objects. Uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly's Dan Su. Uh, Sean Smith and Crispin Boyer all removed half a point from their scores, claiming that the camera sometimes could not move uh, to a wanted angle or rapidly shift in an undesirable manner. A criticism criticism (laughs) that returned in Electronic Gaming Monthly's 100 Best Games of All Time list, Game Informer stated in their 2007 re-review by present-day standards the camera would almost be considered broken. Uh, Nintendo Power also noted that the learning curve of the uh, shifting camera. In contrast, Corby Dillard claimed that the camera did not have any problems and it succeeded at helping the players traverse complex environments. The sentiment was shared by Total, claiming that there were very few occasions where the camera was at a suboptimal angle. Paul Davies acknowledged that, the, that he was critical of the camera, saying that in some occasions it was difficult to position ideally, but ultimately dismissed it as one hiccup in a revolutionary game.
0: Honestly, I think the camera for when it came out is completely fine. Yeah. And even for, even for now, it's not terrible. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're, they're being very critical of something, especially that early in 3D. Yeah. Like, it's really not that bad.
1: Yeah, it 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 did a really good job, and you can change it. Like, the C buttons are there. You can move it around. Sometimes it gets grumpy and says, like, no, I, I can't turn that way. I'm like, sure. And, and then you like, like why? Then you take a half step, and then
0: you can go all the way around. Like, yeah. But anyway, it's... Yeah. It, I, I really... I wanted to throw that in before I forgot about it, but like honestly, I feel like the camera's not that bad.
1: Yeah, and really for the most part, anyone can sort of pick it up and run around, and the camera will just follow Mario along. You know, the
0: the like like jittering thing that they were talking about—how it would get right in exactly the right place and then go kind of back and forth—I did experience that a number of times in this mm -hmm. playthrough, Mm -hmm. but I also was just like, it's the first good 3d game. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cut some slack. I mean, you know, and that's, that's a bit of an overstatement, but like first really, really good 3d game. Yeah. All right. As far as the overview goes, super Mario 64 is a 3d platformer in which the player controls Mario through various courses. Mario's abilities are far more diverse than in previous games. He can walk, run, jump, crouch, crawl, climb, swim, kick, grab objects, and punch using the game controller's analog stick and buttons. You can execute special jumps by combining a regular jump with other actions, including the double and triple jumps, long jump, backflip, and wall jump. The player can adjust the camera, operated by Lucky 2, broadcasting Mario, and toggle between first-person and third-person view. That's the gist. But also, basically, we don't have the synopsis here, but, like, Mario's been invited over to the castle... And he shows up, and then you just hear ho ho ho, and like, there's Bowser.
1: Yeah, no one's no one's home. Go no away. No one's home. Where's Peach?
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then when everything's all said and done, spoiler alert: Peach makes you a cake. Hey, that's what it's all for. That's what you're doing this for. In okay. this cake, the cake is or in this case, the cake is not a lie.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um and uh yeah, I I I really like this game. <laughs> I, I've I've uh it's it's probably one of my favorite N sixty four games and probably one of the most probably the most nostalgic game on the N sixty four. Now I prefer Ocarina of Time in many ways And far as far as like what that game has done and what What is all there? Um, It's very—it's a very nostalgic game. But this was the one. It's like everyone who had an N sixty four had this game, (laughs) pretty much when in the early days of the N sixty four, like except me, yeah, (laughs) because everyone had the game. Yeah, I didn't
0: need to own it. Yeah, that's a good point. I could just play it at their house. Yeah, there's a flaw to that, but that was my reasoning.
1: Like I, I remember, you know, playing this on different consoles at different people's houses, you know, like if there was, you know, nothing to do, you know, if I, even years later, if they had an N64, I'd still pop this game in just to, you know, cause I was, I was young at the time, six, seven, eight, somewhere around there. I'd just like to run around and try just explore the castle and listen to all the music. Um, but yeah, I think what's really impressive about this game is that there, there weren't any templates that Nintendo could copy over to make this game. They've sort of just had to figure it out on their own. And I think they did a really good job. It's it's got some rough edges today from a today's perspective, but I mean, they kind of nailed it though.
0: Yeah. Well, so to not talk about it from today's perspective, um, this game was everywhere. It was like, you, you couldn't think, uh like, okay, so this is the Nintendo 64 launch day, also, that we are at, where this game just came out. Mm-hmm. you You couldn't think Nintendo 64 without thinking Super Mario 64. Like, yeah. there were kiosks of the N64 with Super Mario 64 set up in tons of different stores. Like... That was the game to try. And that like Mario 64 was the system seller for the N64, like at launch and in the beginning and very early, like into the N64's life. It's like boom. Like this is it. This, like day one, this is why you need this console. So it's I don't know. This the the in all of the advertising, all of the everything, like it was, it was bigger than just a game at the time in, in what I can remember about the launch of Super Mario 64 and the N64. Again, game. that being said, I didn't own the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember I rented it. I borrowed, like, actually, I never really borrowed it. I played it at friends' houses, and I rented it, I think, once. But... You know, I was playing, I was playing Wave Race.
1: Yeah, I'm not <laughs> positive. And then GoldenEye. <laughs> if, I'm not positive if we owned it either, because I do remember renting it, Um, but I don't remember picking it up, so uh, it's
0: possible. Could have been one of those blockbuster going out of business rentals.
1: Yeah, it it could have, it could have been, but wouldn't have been blockbuster it would have been at this time it would have been all everybody else that was going out of business because of blockbuster true <laughs> so um but yeah rental store could have been one of those yeah that's that's always the story that i cite that i i i got 1080 snowboarding and an unknown other game but i think it was i think it was uh mrc i'm pretty sure okay so Yeah, so this was your first time beating the game, though. Yes, it was definitely not my first
0: time playing it, because I did, I played it on a kiosk. Like, I played it at, 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 like, a friend's house when this was new. Like, I I did put some time into it, but I never never sat down with the objective to complete the game and beat Bowser. Mm -hmm. So, yes, this was my first time doing that. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't own the game until just like a few years ago. I think, I mean, time is relative. A few now could mean up to 10 years ago. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So I don't know. Sometime in the last 10 years, I think is when I finally got my hands. You know what? Actually, probably longer ago now that I'm thinking about like picture. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I didn't own this when this game was brand new.
2: And
1: and to be fair, it took me a while to actually beat the game myself too. Like I was definitely into my teens or older. I can't remember exactly when the first time I actually beat this game, but like I definitely had a friend who had the 120 star save. And so I would definitely go and beat Bowser all the time using his save, but I never got there myself, you know? Got it. So, um, and, and yeah, anyway, go ahead continue, please.
0: Yeah, so I got to admit, even though this was the pinnacle of like 3D and Mario games, I wasn't totally sold on 3D Mario. Like, you know, I I was going to say I grew up with. I was still growing up when this game came <laughs> out. But, you know, up to this point, it was Mario up to Mario 3 and then Super Mario World. I did not play um, Yoshi's Island. But I basically got four amazing 2D Mario games. So then when it went and transitioned into 3D, I think it's less about Mario, more about the, even though the N64 was like the console for 3D games, since it was the first one, I was still like apprehensive about how to play a game in 3d I guess that that wasn't like, Hey, wave race. I know how to race, whether it's 2d or 3d doesn't matter. It's all the same. Like it just looks better in 3d and feels more realistic. Whereas like, you know, moving Mario around didn't feel quite as natural, even though I got to say like they nailed the controls. Mm -hmm. So the issue was me. The issue was not the game. But it did did take me quite some time to actually, like, really, really appreciate 3D Mario games. Um, It took all the way until Super Mario 3D Land on the Nintendo 3DS until I was like, holy crap, this is a great 3D Mario game. And then now I've, like, really fallen into it. Like, I love Odyssey. I really loved when we played Galaxy. And, um... What else? Oh, yeah. Super Mario 3D World. Also fantastic. I know that's not exactly the same. But anyway, kind of going off on a tangent. So that was also kind of why I never really spent all of the time getting into 3D Mario. I feel like there's just this thing in the back of my head that was like Mario is a 2D game. Like Mario is 2D. Mm-hmm. Even though it works very well in 3D. But yeah, I'm very, very happy that I took the time to play through the game and finally to defeat Bowser and see all of the different worlds. I did not do 120 stars, but um, I got actually, I think in the mid 70s on my stars. I can't remember where exactly I wound up. So it's not like I did a bunch of extra credit, so to speak, after I got the ability to beat Bowser. Like once, once I got to Bowser, I like checked out the other things that I hadn't quite checked out yet. And then just like noped out of Rainbow Ride. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it it feels awesome now to finally really have the background on all of the 3D Mario games that have come out since this game and that I've played and beaten before beating this game. It's like, it's funny to go back and be like, oh, this is where everything that I know came from. Mm -hmm. And like, it still feels good overall. I do feel like this game, so I played the uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars version on the Nintendo Switch, and I was able to use my Nintendo 64 Nintendo Switch wireless controller um, that just arrived within the past couple weeks, and I did use Joy-Cons, I used, I used the Pro controller, and I used this, and honestly, I really feel like the best way to play it is on the N64 controller. Like, I really feel like Mario actually just controls the best mm-hmm. and is the most precise on <laughs> that, by comparison, kind of janky feeling N64 controller. It just, it hits right to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. And and, and this game, it wasn't really talked about, but my understanding was that uh, this game needed to demonstrate like Basically, what the Nintendo 64 controller was capable of. Yeah. It was designed to be sort of a tech demo to understand that, you know, you can control varying levels of Mario speed with depending on how far you're moving the control stick and and sort of the versatility and sort of, you know, flicking back and forth to do different sort of jumps and all that. Yeah. Um, so it was a game kind of designed for the controller. Yeah.
0: Well. It still it still holds up in my opinion as the best way to play this game is by using that funky control stick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think I think it's pretty good. It's been a while since I've played this game with an N64 controller. Um, and I've never been a fan of that joystick. Um the GameCube joystick's perfection, and it's kind of this uh, uh, an evolution of that joystick, but that that plasticky stick i mean it's nice if you have a new one we'll just say that
0: (laughs) yes having a brand new controller like a brand new n64 controller felt amazing playing this game yeah so it's actually made me want to subscribe to uh, nintendo switch online plus expansion pack yeah so that i could play the n64 games on that but i still haven't done that anyway um so, yeah, and I guess the last thing, so it, even though it did take me like 20 tries, my final attempt, because why would I keep trying after I beat the game, mm. uh, my final attempt, I was able to, you do only four throws to defeat Bowser. Oh. So there was only one that I missed throwing him into a bomb. That's, pre- that's pretty good. I was, I was like very impressed with myself because (laughs) I had nowhere near that good of a run leading up to that. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like one hit it two hit it. And I was like, no way am I going to do this in three? And I threw it right next to it. Yeah. And then like, I basically just had to grab him, spin it. And then like, you know, barely start to spin and let go. And then it hit that on the, on the
1: fourth throw but i almost had it in a perfect 3 <laughs> yeah, that would have been really i mean it that's a progression right there yeah um now i i so i think i i had beaten the game at some point and it might have been on 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 the ds i think i did beat it but I, I think i sort of rage quit before i got to like 120 stars even on it cuz the save on there i that looked it up recently at 107 stars well oh wow when last year, when, um, I had, uh, super Mario 3d all-stars on the switch and I was traveling, I decided to go for, um, you know, a, a streamer that, you know, we both watched uh, turtle wax, uh, said he did a 120 star run and I was uh, watching a lot of him and I was inspired to go for it. And I did it on the Nintendo switch, mostly with joy cons. I very really rarely use the, uh, uh, Pro Controller. Um, and I did beat Bowser my first try on that one, but it was a bloodbath. I I definitely, I have a screenshot. I have one sliver of health, (laughs) so it was, it was kind of fun. Um, and I wasn't going to do another 120 star run for this, uh, playthrough, but I was having so much fun with it. I'm like, I'm going for it. This is great. Like, uh, because, I installed a project, uh, a fan made mod basically of this game of the PC port called super Mario 64 plus, and it has a lot of modifiers and sort of cheats and things that you can and quality of life features that are added to it, like removing the boot out system. So you don't get kicked out of levels just because you collect a star um much like how the 100 coin stars work they ask you know if you want to save or not but let you keep on playing it's just like that and it that saves a lot of time <laughs> it turns out because i i since i already know the game i know where to collect the stars or which more i can get in that level before i leave um, so it, of course it leads to some problems, like sometimes the levels aren't set up for certain stars, and it makes it impossible to, impossible to get. But that just means you have to exit the course and re-enter and select the star, and then you're off to the races. But um, they even have different movement controls that you can add. But I kept it a pretty vanilla experience. But it, I really liked playing, you know, at a higher resolution and and widescreen. Uh, it was a great way to play the game. I just had a lot of fun with it. Um, so I recommend it. Uh, there, there is one, I, I, I want you to like, uh, pull this up on YouTube if you can, but the, uh, the super Mario 64 render 96, um, mod. That's another one. I did not get this running cause this one requires a more demanding PC but sort of what the object was is that they wanted to replace all the character models with the original renders that Nintendo had shown originally, like basically Nintendo's original fan art. And okay. it's, it's really, it's a cool project. I, I wanted to play a more authentic experience. So that's why I didn't pursue this at all. Um, but you need like a decent GPU to get this going. <laughs> oh yeah. This looks pretty interesting. um, I lost my tab so I can't actually uh pull it up but it's it's just really cool like all the that removes the mode 7 stuff so that all the trees are 3D like maybe on how they might look in original concept art uh Yeah. Huh.
0: Mario's character the Mario character model isn't bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can you can change a, a a lot of things. Um but it's uh it's cool. It's cool. I I I like it quite a bit. Um, and, but I, I just, I didn't actually play it. So, uh, cause I, I didn't want to run this on a PC myself. So, <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I had considered playing the version that you were playing, but I had already started the Mario 3d all-stars version and just liked being able to play it in handheld mode if I wanted.
1: Yeah. It, you know, it it looks like a fan went out and said, I want to make a perfect version of Super Mario 64, like how it should look without any limitations of the uh, Nintendo 64. But, um, it's another way to play 4k 60 frames per second. But honestly, like just playing in HD, like with Super Mario 64 plus was great. Like I like turning off things like render distance and things like that. So basically all thing all coins and everything are rendered on screen at all times. So it makes hunting things down much easier. Uh, since you have to be a certain distance um (laughs) when you're hunting some of these things down um on the Nintendo 64 for so there's little performance constraints there. But that's really enough tech jargon. I just really if you want to check it out, I and you you are going to be playing on a laptop or something like that or a Steam Deck check out super Mario 64 plus Uh, it's out there wherever you get stuff on the internet. So
0: out there, wherever things are found on the internet Mm -hmm. and an MSRP of, we don't know. We plead the fifth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right.
0: Well, um, I guess we can, We've been having a good chat so far about this, but I guess uh, to break things down a little bit, music-wise, is there anything? Are there any standout courses with with music that you're just like,
1: yes? (sighs) Well, okay, just
0: crank it up and (sighs) drive like a maniac.
1: Uh, Well, I don't know about that. Uh there are some of those <laughs> you know like you could do the like the TikTok clock levels like of course that's very, that's kind we of a thing do banger. that with the metal mario song it's, yeah <laughs> it's pretty yeah. good yeah it's pretty good my favorite song though you know like you know that even Trump's like the, the main menu music, like the main menu music good. The castle music is so nostalgic. I could just listen oh, to yeah. that. It's so good. But my favorite is Jolly Roger Bay slash dire, dire docks. Like any of the, like the water levels, like, Oh, it's, it does such a good job of like conveying like an aquatic environment. it's just like, ost right now as we talk just because it's great i just love listening in the background but yeah i just uh, pulled
0: up the uh inside the castle walls because it's awesome (sighs) i just would leave that on so like i'd be doing something leave mario he'd start to go to sleep (laughs) you just hear this and him snoring yep perfect
1: It's that's, pretty great. I I could go to sleep. <laughs> I could sleep sleep at the same time as Mario. So, um, it does have some frightening tunes. As one just came on, I got the endless stairs music.
2: Oh, um,
1: that's kind of. Terrible, and anytime I was also as a kid, like afraid to open doors that I didn't have access to because I'd hear you know na 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 na, then like Bowser come in laugh. It would scare me. It would scare oh, me. I didn't oh, like that. Oh. Yeah, I, it was it was not good. I mean, I eventually got over it, and I was kind of um, proud of that as a kid. But oh yeah, Dire Dire Docs just came in. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so good. Um what about you favorite favorite tunes You know the the main menu
0: screen and the inside the castle walls are the ones that are in my head the most Probably, like, the early stuff, like, from, uh, what the heck is it called? Bomb Battlefield, maybe? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Like, because that, that's what I've heard the most. Like, a, over all the years, like, that is what I've heard on repeat, basically, because I've always played the very beginning of this game. Yeah. So I do really like that music. I, like, I, I do know the music that you're talking about as far as, like, Jolly Roger Bay and Dire Dire Docks. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I mean, I, I, it does, it does give the right tone for it. I feel like, I feel like it perfectly matches. Um, I don't like it as much as the other tracks, Mm -hmm. but it does like it works. It's, it it is, I think it's very well suited. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like that metal mushroom music that starts playing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wing cap cap music. music. Yeah, that's very good. Oh, yeah. That's that's I mean that's that's just happy music right there. Like, <laughs> how could you go wrong with that? Yeah. Now you know what's
0: funny? Oh, never mind. Power Star means when you get a star. I mm. was like, I didn't ever get a a star like, like an invincibility.
1: invincibility star. Yeah. I was
0: like, I didn't think that was a thing. Apparently, it's not. But
1: yeah, I don't think that would return or that would come up in a 3D Mario until Super Mario Galaxy. I think that was the. Okay. That's one they did, they did that. Anyway, so oh wait,
0: Snow Mountain. What was that music like? Oh yeah, <laughs> <Ba-da-da-da- abstract Turkish language> that's
1: that's a great one to hear on on piano. If anyone plays it on, it's a very jolly tune. Uh,
0: so um, yeah, I really don't think you can go wrong with this music. I don't think any of it's bad. Yeah, it's it's all pretty great. Is it? Uh, did you, I think I remember you saying this, Koji Kondo did the music? Yeah, I I believe so. I didn't see
1: him credited when we were. He wasn't in the list of 37 names in a row. Uh, I, I didn't, I don't remember saying, I would have remembered. <laughs> now nah, I know. Same. Yeah. But anyway. Uh. So uh, yeah,
0: the music's great. And it's at this point, I've probably already put one or two songs in this. Cause I'm pretty sure I'll be able to find a soundtrack.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, um, there's, uh, there's, there's a uh, artist on YouTube that I've heard that it used to come up in my, um, uh, I used to listen to, uh, like Pandora, like that was a music app that, that I used. Um, there, I just got to give a shout out to, um, uh, his name is Pedro Esparza and he does he's like an alto saxophone player alto saxophone player okay. and he does a lot of covers and one of his, one of his things on Bobon Battlefield whenever i hear Bobon Battlefield now i think of like in my head it's his rendition that's the oh. one i hear and it's and it's great because he does his own solos in them also so that's so he kind of adds to them he doesn't just faithfully play them so I, I really recommend those. Those are so he, he's done like tons of Nintendo music, Zelda music, all that stuff. But, um, but that's the one I think of. So nice. Got to give a shout out to, to Pedro on that one. Very talented vote for Pedro, vote for Pedro. Um, that's all you got on music. I'm going to keep listening to it and I'm going to be like, Oh yeah. Like, I, well, okay. So right now what's playing is the, um, I believe it is lethal lava zone, which has sort of that very like sitar kind of like, Oh yeah. tunes That's also really good. I mean, it's, it's not a standout crowd pleaser or anything, but like just listening to it, it just sounds, it, it's so good. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. And what was the music like for the desert one?
1: It was, I think it was pretty similar, but if not the same tune, um, which is. They're right next to each other. Yeah, they are anyway. right next to each other. So I can't remember. All right. Well, well, you look at that if you, if you are yes. looking at that.
0: Um, characters. Why don't we talk about the characters? Well, yes. there's Mario. Yeah, oh, what? Mario's in this game? You can play as Mario. Um, Do you know you can also play as Princess Peach? That's what? a lie. I'm just That's kidding. A lie.
2: Yeah.
1: Not even in the DS version. <laughs> is <No>. that true? <laughs> Which is saying something because everyone else I know, is there. You could be, you could be Luigi. You can be what, Yoshi
0: and Wario. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. And then as far as NPCs that you come across, we got Locky two. It's got the camera behind you. Princess peach, you know, cause she gets kidnapped like she always does. But then again, spoilers, she bakes you a cake, so it's all worth it in the end. <laughs> um, we got various toads all over the castle, or maybe it's supposed to be the same toad that you're finding all over the place. I don't know, ah, yeah. but he's got some stars for you, and that's, that's pretty swell yep. of him. Um, we got those pink bob buddies that you see every now and then. They're also pretty swell. They open up those areas in the ground so that, uh, that you can get fired out of a cannon. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Koopa the Quick. You got to race against him a few times. Hoot now in a tree near Mario's starting position on Womp's Fortress.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's kind of a secret hidden character. You have to climb the tree in Womp's Fortress for him to pop out. Oh, I never out. saw him. He, um, I mean, I don't think he is required for a hundred star complete, 120 star car completion, but he makes one of the stars very easier and very much. <sighs> Very easy because he can sort of fly you to where you need to be
2: and drop okay. you off.
0: Um, you know, we got, we got some penguins that we see. We, um, you can,
1: you can throw one of the babies off the edge. And, uh, I just wanted to confirm lethal lava and shifting sands. They have the same music. So, okay.
2: yeah. Anyway, just boring. Close
1: that <laughs> boring.
0: <laughs> uh, we got snowman from cool, cool mountain mips. A little rabbit that you can get a couple stars from Dory. A big, it's it's kind of like Plessy in uh Super Mario 3D World, actually. Oh, the same as Dory, oh, that's funny. I didn't yeah, know that. It's very, very similar to well, Plessy because it's so gentle, giant that resembles a plesiosaur. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why they call her Plessy, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, we got another snowman in snowman's land oh I hated that oh that stupid windy blowing snowman yeah, yeah anyway uh, we got Ukiki oh yeah that monkey I forgot about the monkey and then yeah. we got a Yoshi
1: it's funny there are more monkeys but that's the one that has a name <laughs>
0: so yeah, yeah. The,
1: these are all our NPCs And, and Yoshi only makes one appearance and you're probably a little confused with Yoshi. You're like, what? Like I didn't see Yoshi in this game. Um, so if you complete 120 stars, a cannon opens that's in the main area or the outside the castle, which allows you to sort of shoot yourself to the the top top of the castle. Yeah. And that's where Yoshi's hanging out. I've
0: seen, so I've seen that, but I did not experience that firsthand.
1: Right. Right. Um, he is, He's a little awkward looking. He's kind of a weird character model and he, he seems like kind of huge when you talk to him, but he gives you a bunch of, a bunch of extra lives. Um,
0: Apparently 99 extra lives.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of neat. He, your lives just keep going up until you get to the max. And th- that's the thing is like, he has sort of a message that says, thank you for playing the game from the developers. And he says, uh, you know, we don't want it to end. So keep playing here. Take all the lives you want. And I'm kind of like, no, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I got, so I don't I have pretty it. Pretty much don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. It would have been kind of nice if this would have been know, helpful after I beat Bowser. Yeah. Something like that. If you were still,
0: and more if sh- the lives stayed in your save. <laughs>
1: oh, that's another point. Which yeah. They I was don't. So it I, doesn't matter. <laughs> I noticed that with the DS version that I I had like seven lives or something. I turned it off and then there were,
0: yeah, it's that way in the N64 version also. Uh, Bummer. Yeah. You just get reason. Like I I had 20, 30 something lives and then I played something else, played Mario Mm -hmm. Kart, and then came back to it. And it's like, cool. You have four lives. I'm like, (laughs) God damn it. No, I don't.
1: Yeah. So way more. (laughs) Um, yeah, and I think this is one of the things that I, I don't think that the live system should really exist in this game. No, um, it shouldn't. It just wastes your time. Honestly, it's just, so. it's
0: just irritating that you can earn a bunch of lives and they don't save them when they do implement a life, a life system. when it, yeah. really, it, it means nothing. The life system means absolutely nothing whatsoever other than you get a game over screen, you have to reload your game and then you have to run back to wherever you were. Yes. But that's it. That's your consequence is your, it's a waste of time.
1: Yeah. And that that was one of those things that I really, I turned off in super Mario 64 plus I was like, yeah, no more lives. We're just yeah. going to turn that off. So that's you know, you, yeah,
0: that's, that's a
1: better way to play. So it just, again, more quality of life things to save time. So,
2: um,
0: Sorry, any anything got, in particular you want to say about any of the
1: characters other than Yoshi? I like Dory. I'm sad that Mario uh, uses Dory as a tool <laughs> and stomps uh, his butt on Dory when it makes its head go down, so you can jump up. It's like riding on a horse. Yeah, I <laughs> just feel like Dory got a short end of the stick. The poor thing is trapped in a cave. Um, he's just stuck cave. in a moat and and hazy maze cave is probably not one of my least favorite levels but it's it's one of the more punishing for me <laughs> yeah yeah so.
0: it, it was it was a little irritating at first but it was okay towards the end i still like vastly prefer it to uh, what rainbow
1: ride yeah <laughs> Yeah. There, here's the thing that I think what my, most of what I don't like about that level is, um, the hundred coin run, because you have to basically oh, I didn't do it. Yeah. And, and the, the reason why is because you have to explore most of the cave and you have to sort of backtrack into different areas to get a hundred coins. And it's one of the levels where it is possible to collect a hundred coins. And then, um, you, but it actually spawns the star in a place that you cannot get to. Oh! <laughs> because uh, when you collect 100 coins, it spawns over your head. If you are holding on to the rails and oh, at the no. top of the cave, you cannot get that star. It is <laughs> uh. not through legitimate means. So, anyway, you just you, you just keep in mind. Okay, I'm collecting some coins on a fence here. Let's make sure we don't hit 100 before that happens. So. Yeah. Luckily, I saw that on YouTube as a mistake that someone else made that I didn't have to. So nice.
0: All right. Well, uh, items. What do we got?
1: I'm real quick. I have to change the song because I'm listening to uh, Big Boos' "Mario Go Round" and that's terrible. It's a terrible song to listen to while we're <laughs> items. So we got your coins, right? Refills your power meter. <laughs> um, that's true. We've got your red coins. Um, a it is a it says here a red variant of the yellow coin, which is a funny thing, each worth two coins. And uh they restore two wedges of Mario's power meter. If you collect eight of them, a power star will appear. And in pretty much every level, including the Bowser yeah. stages. So um the blue coin, each worth five coins. Um they really they, a few enemies will drop these, like i I noticed the uh well, we haven't covered enemies yet. I don't know what they're called, but they're guys that throw you. They usually spawn a blue coin if you throw them. <laughs> oh nice. um uh, it says here Mr I is what wait no, not Mr. I Mr I is uh is the eyeball. If you run around it, those usually spawn uh blue coins.
0: oh yeah, that's right.
1: So those those are great. I love those blue coin box for the 100 coin runs because you can usually collect like 25, maybe more <laughs> coins in one in one go. Oh yeah. Um, the the spinning heart, I really liked that they have these. They're just like a a way to refill your health without Yeah, water.
0: like it <laughs> it was a really kind thing to do mm-hmm. from the development team because they generally were in an area where you were going to have a lot of trial and error and yes. cause yourself some damage
1: yeah, so they they wanna just hey, okay, a little checkpoint here, just refill your health, uh you got your one up mushrooms, which always look weird to me, they look oddly small and they're real slippery, they sort of run away from you, yeah, um. Some, I, so there are some that spawn that I almost never like collect because I know that you're just going to run off the nearest ledge. I'm like, I'm not going to follow you there. So,
0: yeah. Well, with with some of those, if you can angle yourself so that, uh, what is it, that you're facing the direction you want it to go in? Yeah, either that or it's the opposite i can't remember mm. i figured it out though that if you like angled yourself in a particular way you could get it to start going in the opposite direction of you <laughs> oh okay got so it so that you can you can get it to where you are pointing in the opposite direction of where you want it to go Yeah, and then when okay. it comes about then it's like cool now i know what direction it's going to go in
1: i'm betting because they normally seem to run away from you so i bet if you faced away when they spawn that they would it would yeah. come towards you so um, uh the koopa shell another item here uh it's a shell that mario can ride which is kind of awesome but yeah it, it was fun it, you could just like surf all over the place um it kind of bums me out that, you know, like hitting any geometry in the world will just like knock you off. Yeah, it, Which is yeah. kind of sad. So, um, you can also use them underwater. Apparently I, I, I couldn't remember how to do this. Like you can find them in like they they sort of like carry you like the jet along, like in super Mario galaxy. I think anyway, in, um, Jolly Roger Bay, there's a, there's, there's one in a clam, but I couldn't figure out how to collect it. So, um, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember using it. We got, um, power stars. Uh, so, you know, the stuff you're supposed to collect, the stuff you're supposed to collect. We've got a, um, some different, uh, blocks that you can break, you know, it wouldn't be a Mario game without some blocks to open. Um, with a little exclamation point on them, so we've got yellow blocks, red blocks um yellow blocks actually hold uh one up mushrooms or power stars or coins, red blocks hold the wing cap, blue blocks hold the vanishing cap, and a uh green block holds the metal cap that's uh, sort of the all the caps <laughs> that you have so
0: Yeah. And also to get the caps, you, you do have to unlock them. Like you do have to go through courses to find the big switch, the way that you have to Mm -hmm. do in super Mario world on the super Nintendo. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but at the same time, like it made it frustrating when I was to a certain point in a set of a level where it's like, all right, well, Oh, it looks like I'm going to need a cap that I don't have to yeah. be able to get that particular star. Like mm-hmm. I didn't get the vanish cap until I had 60 something stars already.
1: Yeah, that that one's a little funny because you have to drain the lake, right? Um to well and to it get yeah, it.
0: and I had and I had done that already, yeah. like not using like I wasn't using a guide or anything at that time, though I did end up watching a lot of videos on how to get a good number of the stars. Um I did end up having to pull up like, how the heck do you get the vanish cap? Because there were a few stars and a few levels that when I watched the video on how to get it I'm like, Oh, of course, like it's so easy to get it when you have the vanish cap. (laughs) Yeah. And like the only way to get it is when you have the vanish cap. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that until 60 something stars into the game. Um, so my experience with that cap in particular is pretty limited. Whereas, the wing cap, I just had a crap ton of fun just flying around Bob on battlefield, like over and over and over again. I mean, to be fair, I also did do that again to get the hundred coins in that level, but I did a lot of just like flying around and diving and like, weehee. like, I don't know. It was a great yeah. time.
1: I love, it, I love that cap. You, you got pilot wings in my Mario 64.
0: Exactly. You know, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's the version of the Cape except it expires.
1: Yeah. That's the, that's the bummer. I kind of wish that it didn't do that. Um,
0: but at the same time, I get why they make it go away. Otherwise you would do nothing other than like get the wing cap
1: uh and fly
0: and fly. That's it. You'd never be on the ground.
1: Yeah. I, and, um, I I think it's a little underutilized. Like I would like to see it at more levels. Like the only ones I can think of is like Shifting Sand Lamb, Battlefield. It's not in Rainbow Ride. It's in a couple bonus stages in the castle, but
0: Yeah, it's in the bonus stage to get the wing cap.
1: <laughs> yeah, the bonus stage there, and there's another one in the uh TikTok clock area. There's a Basically, it's a red coin course, which is just a bunch of clouds floating out. Um, and that one was really annoying, like, because in vanilla, when you die in that level, it puts you outside of the castle. <laughs> it's like you fell from the sky when you, when you fall. Oh. So it's real annoying to, to have to run all the way back up the castle every time you fail that level.
0: Shifting sand land. That's also
1: where... Uh, you get the flying cap w- wing cap. Yeah. I thought, I thought or that I mentioned cap, that you. one, but oh, you, you may uh, have. Yeah, yeah. But I would like to see some cheats where you can unlock it. And then every level looking at you, rainbow ride, God dang it. It would be really nice. Um, I guess let's see. We should talk about enemies before we talk about, uh, or no, we could talk about levels next. Wh- whatever.
0: We-, we can talk about it simultaneously
1: that save screen music just came on
0: oh, that's, that, man.
1: That's, oh, so good. Like so nostalgic. Um, yeah. So I mean, I guess, uh, do, do you want to, I'll, I'll list off the, the courses. So yeah. we've got bomb battlefield, um, womps fortress, Jolly Roger Bay, cool, cool mountain, big Boo's haunt, uh crazy hazy maze cave i almost said crazy maze cave crazy maze (laughs) lethal lava land uh shifting sand land dire dire docks uh snowman's land wet dry world tall tall mountain tiny huge island tick tock clock and rainbow ride
0: so i did definitely play all of these i got I got all of the stars on probably the first seven or eight courses Okay. Where I got every single star in all of those, you know, I might have in dire, dire docs as well, but yeah. So the, the only ones that I actually did not get, I don't know. Let's see. I think I only got 1 star in TikTok Clock and I got none on Rainbow Ride because oh. <laughs> I I was I was playing Rainbow Ride and I went through two game overs and by my third one I was like this is it. I'm not playing this anymore. Yeah. And like I cuz I I didn't watch a video or anything on Rainbow Ride. Yeah, admittedly like in at least 50% of the levels that I played I watched, I watched a video on how to get to wherever that was just to like direct more of my experience. But then I also like, I wasn't getting it on my first try on all of the, on all of the attempts, but like there were certain times in the videos where like I had been running through and had done, you know, some of the other stars. And I'm like, why is the person running this way? Like they're adding an, like they're adding extra time or they don't need to take this route. Cause I'd watch it and see where they go. Cause I was like, okay, well I don't even need to go that way. Like they're taking some weird long way to get to wherever that star is. So most of the time it would just be to learn where the star was and I'd still Mm -hmm. end up taking my own path there unless there's like literally just one path to it. But a lot of it was just like, you know, trying to have a heads up on like just what to expect as far as like what kind of platforming I was going to have to do. There's still like the execution of it all. (laughs) Yeah. Which some things like doing the long jump, I felt like I had pretty good success with and pretty good accuracy. But having to do like the wall jumps, like there were certain things that like constantly I was having to do that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, in big Boo's haunt specifically, like in one of the areas that you have to jump on the wall, but then kind of up into the side.
1: Yeah. You have to get to the attic, which there's no stairs. So you have to do like this wall kick off a wall to get yeah. Up there. Yeah.
0: And, and yeah, and you've got to go off at an angle, which it doesn't like. It's not exactly the most natural, especially with the camera angle that's in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then one of the stars that I had to get, I think it was eye to eye in the secret room. Yes. That one is where it's like, okay, I got to get the vanishing cap. I got to run in. I got to do like a perfect wall jump up and off that and then be able to like run through the attic and then through this like door that's not really a door. That's but like a portrait. Get through it. Yeah. yeah. So like there's some pretty tight timing that you have to do on some of these things. And it's like there's no way that I was ever with the patience that I would have wanted to have, yeah. there's no way I would have ever been able to come up with a solution without watching the video. So
1: and there, there was like when I was playing super Mario 64 DS, because, um, with all the changes that they have in that game, cause I didn't play a lot of it. But there's no longer 120 stars in that game. There are 150. (laughs) Whoa. And a lot of it is they've redone a lot of the levels. Like it seems like eight coin, uh, collect eight coins is not a default star. That's just a something you have to do (laughs) to get a star. So they've replaced a lot of the stars. And one of them that it was a, a constant theme I saw Was like okay. Here's a button that, and when you press it, we're gonna spawn a star over here, and you have to race there before that that star despawns. Oh man! Yeah, there's a lot of those, and I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Not even a little bit. Like, (laughs) I remember with you know a a couple of these, especially the hundred star runs, are a little frustrating. Rainbow Ride is one of them because you have to navigate the level for a while to accumulate a hundred stars. There's one area over there where there's this sort of like, there's like this maze where you collect red coins over there. Um, it's like a big stone. it's one of the bigger stone structures in the level. And, Oh yeah.
0: I'm looking at it. That's where, that was the last place that I was trying to like use that wall jump. And like, I just, I would get to close to the top and then it would fail and I'd fall. Yeah. And that's like the last, that was my last life where I was just like, you know what? I just jumped off the edge. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I'm done.
1: Yes. And the, the, the thing is, oh, there's another quality of life thing with super Mario 64 plus is one of the things about collecting a hundred star really hinges that in that maze, there's that area where you wall kick, um, on the outside, there's like an extended wall kick. You have to do four or five, and you have to do it perfect because there are blue coins up at the top of the maze that you have <sighs> to get to. And in Super Mario 64+, Plus, if you don't collect all the blue coins, it respawns the blue block again so that you can collect those coins. Instead of it being like, okay, you've triggered this. You have 10 seconds to collect these blue st- uh, coins. If you don't, they're going to despawn permanently. Yeah, so you got to do the level again. Yeah, so that that was a real mission, real frustrating part of Rainbow Ride when playing like on the Switch. But in Super Mario 64 Plus, not really a big deal. Like, and plus, I also turned on this thing called wall sliding, so that when you go against a wall, Mario will automatically oh. slide, giving you more time to jump off the wall. Like, because. Yeah. your your window
0: of time is like nothing
1: it's i would make it it's pretty similar to like super metroid your window oh you're right and
0: i (laughs) hated that (laughs) it's i mean i finally
1: got it after
0: hours and hours and hours because you have to yes but man that was irritating
1: it's not as bad as super metroid but it's half as bad that's how quick you have to be um to wall jump in Super Mario sixty four, so or wall I, kick as they call
0: I it. I still loved Super Metroid, but that was irritating as crap.
1: Yeah, it was harder than it needed to be, right? Yeah. So yeah, especially playing it on on stream, and it, my my friend Dostebur is on there <laughs> right. saying like, um, "I don't know what to tell you. It's you're doing everything right. Just keep trying until yeah, you get
0: it." <laughs> and I remember watching you stream that too. Yeah, that it was, was frustrating.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I didn't stream that yeah 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 it was it was not a not a great one to stream but um but yeah i had fun it was a good time so i wouldn't trade it for the world yeah i don't you know i i mentioned this to you but sadly with super mario 64 the best most of the best courses are in the beginning like bob battlefield womps fortress i agree um, <laughs> I like snowman's land over cool, cool mountain for sure, because there's a lot less places to fall off the map in, in snowman's land, even yeah, if the water does kill you. <laughs> that. And
0: also like when you're trying to get the star up at the top by the snowman's face, he just keeps blowing you off.
1: Yeah. Until right. I
0: realized I had to stand on top of the stupid
1: penguin. Yeah. And the penguin just gets scared halfway through and backs up and you gotta, you gotta remember that that penguin backs up or else you're getting blown off. So yeah, yeah. It, um, so unfortunately, you know, like TikTok clock, tiny, huge Island and rainbow ride. Those are, those are not fun courses in my opinion.
0: <laughs> tiny huge Island wasn't bad when like I had like some of the videos to walk me through to get the stars, but like, I thought some of it was pretty cool. It reminded me of one of the worlds in super Mario brothers three. Yeah where like all the enemies are gigantic and then you go through a pipe and they're small again. Yep. So yeah, I thought that was like just just the fact that they were paying tribute to Super Mario Brothers 3, I thought was really cool, but yeah, it wasn't necessarily one of my favorite worlds. Doing the elevator tour in the Volcano Star in mm-hmm. Lethal Lava Land, that was irritating. But I gotta say that's so much easier than uh rainbow ride
1: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely even the even though there's lava, you still there's a good chance you'll have a second chance if you fall off, yeah. um where rainbow ride there's
0: pretty much zero chance no no second chances ever
1: <laughs> yeah um tiny huge island, I really liked what they did with the level of detail with the island, how they make it a small world, and how all the acid is like it's like the same, but it's different. You know, um, I like when you, when there's a level where you face off with Koopa, the quick there. Yeah. And when you go as big Mario, he's a tiny Koopa that you can stomp
2: on. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, So I think that's, it's, it's funny. But then when you, is that, small, do, he's do you get size. to, but do you beat him? Like, do you no. still race him when you're big? Y- no, you can't race. him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, and with that one again it's the 100 coin run 100 coin run that i truly dread i mean it's on this like <clears throat> on this diagram that we have we have these three levels tiny huge island tiktok clock and rainbow ride they're like the three last levels yeah they're all terrible for 100 coin run but for some reason tiny huge island you just have to, there's an area you have to run through over there and the wind is supposed to pick you up and carry you. And for me, I just seem to screw that up all the time. Oh
0: yeah, actually that part was pretty cool.
1: It's cool, but like for some reason, if if I get hit and I get yeeted off the side or or basically my jump didn't like register correctly and if I'm sliding or diving, it doesn't work. You have to do a normal jump for it to pick you up um i just screwed that up so many times even in this run and it made me so mad so but yeah wet dry world is awesome (laughs) tall tall mountain i also have a lot of fun with that course even if that thieving monkey is lives there so steals your hat um did you get your hat stolen did it fall off in this run anything like that so
0: it fell off on snowman's land When I would get knocked off off. the top. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it, I think mine did get, I screwed up once and got blown off.
0: But then I was always able to go back and pick (laughs) it up.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that, that one's pretty straightforward. It's, um, yeah. When I was, when I was playing on my friend's save, I got the hat stolen and I, by the monkey and I was so scared. I was like, okay, I just want to get my hat back. So like I need to. And so that was like a a challenge that I, I had uh, to overcome because I didn't want to screw up his save. I just wanted the, my hat back. No, I did think that big Boo's haunt
0: overall was pretty cool. Like just the general design of that whole level.
1: It is very unique level. I will say.
0: And also the way to get to it. I remember texting you. It was like, it looks like, It looks like there might be something out there, but I don't know. Like, is there, is there anything I can do with all the booze in the courtyard?
1: Yeah. And picking up, I was just playing the 3DS version earlier today, or excuse me, the DS version. And if in the courtyard, all the booze have red coins and there is a hidden level over off in the corner, but Big Boo's Haunt is not there. I don't know how to get to Big Boo's Haunt on the DS version. Oh, Weird. It's like they moved it somewhere else. I don't know where it is. Uh, huh. So I thought that was kind of crazy. I was like, that's weird. So, and again, the they added stages. There are stages with red coins and hundred coin requirements and things like that, that are like smaller levels. Um, really interesting, like kind of a good way to revisit Super Mario 64, if you've already played this game to death. But honestly, I would emulate it. So you don't have to use the D-pad or... Or D-pad to analog controls if you're playing on 3DS. That's also not good. <laughs> yeah, I kept peeling off my uh, joystick pad on on my 3DS playing that game for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, so we got some enemies. Yeah. Want to talk? Um, do you want to start going down the list? or right. Uh, uh, let's see. Hold on. Where? No,
0: no, <laughs> How far does the race right, go?
1: Not on the right
2: page here.
0: Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a few that are in here. I don't know if all of them are necessarily worth mentioning.
1: Um, yeah, I I just yeah, we don't have to go down the whole list. The Chukya was what I was thinking of earlier. That when you pick them up and throw them, sometimes they spawn a blue. Oh own. yeah, okay. Um, I love this one chair. The haunted furniture that flings itself at Mario. (laughs) Uh, Crack me up. Bubba the fish. He used to terrify me, but then I realized he is pretty easy to juke. Um, If you see him coming at you, you just have to like swim in a different direction. If, if you hold still, yes, he will. He will eat you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't ever realize he was that big of a
1: threat. Yeah. Um, Tiny, huge island when you're tiny. Oh,
0: that's fair. Um, all right. There's yeah, the bullies, which you gotta knock them off over in whatever the heck. The lava, the lava stage. Leaf gotta bully the bullies.
1: And and there are bullies, there is a bully in um Snowman's land also that you have to knock off. He's I think he's like he has like blue horns or something. He's slightly different.
0: So Yeah, there's the
1: Mr. Eye that we were talking about. It's just a big eyeball. That shoots bubbles
0: at Mario. Mm-hmm. Oh, this what it? Are sniffits? Uh, small ghostly sniffits. Oh, it is a snuffit. It basically it looks like a shy guy,
1: but it, oh. it flies. Yeah, I I was always confused. Okay. Okay. These are yeah, looks like a shy guy slightly different. They're in uh Hazy Maze Cave. They shoot bullets at you. Yeah. There are shy guys that do fly around though, um like in Tiny Huge Island. Oh, and in the the Shifting Sands? Uh yes, and Snowman's Land. I remember they're also I think flying around there too. Um or no, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Spin Drift? I have that in my fridge. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. No, but yeah, but it's, it's a spindrift.
0: Yeah. It's the name of an enemy. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then we've got, you know, the returning enemies, like the Koopas, the Bob bombs, the booze, the bullet bill. Wait, bullet. Where's the bullet bill? Oh, never mind. I remember. There's a bullet bill like fairly early in the game, right?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Womp's fortress. They shoot yeah. bul- bullet bill. It's. It, I feel like the I feel like that's must, underutilized. I feel like there was a technical issue for that. Like we got it working in this level, but let's not do that again. Yeah. <laughs> there. I love how the the passive shark. It's not an enemy. It's just a passive mob. <laughs> it's, its name is sushi. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: And Unagi is the eel, which yeah. is I think oh. it's just Japanese for eel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um. Uh, let's see. We got our Goombas of various sizes. Those tiny Goombas, the goombets, those were irritating to try to kill. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd butt stomp the ground and you'd just like knock them away. You'd have to get right on them. Whereas the game is the game pretty forgiving. I got to say, I got to thank Nintendo on this. That like, if you're doing a butt stomp on a Goomba or a Koopa Troopa or anything that you can butt stomp, you don't have to be super precise.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, they they give you a lot of wiggle room there. Um, Oh, excuse me. The the shy guys I'm referring to are called fly guys. Ah,
0: because they (laughs) are flying shy guys. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. The description is shy guys that spit fireballs and fly with propellers that and make that make Marius spin when jumped on, you know, we got our thwomps, our swoops, a little bat.
1: yeah, i I liked uh, that toxbox are in this game too, those sort of big boxes that roll around and will flatten you. Um, I don't know, they always they always put me on edge whenever they're around. <laughs> um, I think they were only in the shifting sands as far as I can remember. I don't, I don't
0: know. It's called what?
1: It's called a tox box. It's just a giant box that rolls around. That's hollow on one oh, end. Oh, yes. Okay. So yeah, you yeah, you can yeah. I think you're right. Your I shelter. think it is in the
0: shifting sands.
1: But yeah, I think that's really. I mean, all we can talk about. I don't think we were going to cover bosses. Oh, oh yeah, bosses yes, we is were. on here. It's on here.
0: You know, there's Bowser.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um
0: you get, you get practice. You get practice for your Bowser fight with King or sorry, Big Bubbam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a little friendlier. He doesn't breathe fire. Um and then uh the Womp King. I so I watched a speedrunner being uh, kill Womp King and um, now that's the only way that I fight him is oh yeah w- when he goes to stomp on you, if you jump in the air and perform a butt stomp while he, it, you, you basically won't have collision with him. So basically as he's landing, you're already performing the butt stomp that does damage. Oh. On him. So if you time it just right, just as he hits the ground, you stomp him. So it's like. You're kind of like try and stop me, and you just phase through him every time, you know. Oh, that's funny. It's it's pretty easy to do once you've seen it. So okay, um, we've got some big variants of bosses: Big Boo, Big Mister Eye, and Big Bully. Just now, Big Boo, I I gotta give a shot. You know, you fight him like three times. Like you do. You fight him in the main room. You fight him on the roof, and then you fight him in the basement <laughs> of of Big Boo's haunt. So you gotta fight him everywhere. Oh, I rock. This is, that's a, that's a fun pun. And, um, it's a cool boss. It's now I the win, don't the win, know if I remember this one. So this one you fight in the pyramid. You, yeah. uh, there's a specific level in the pyramid that, uh, um, yeah.
0: In the shifting sands land. Right. Oh, Stan for stand tall on the four pillars. I didn't do that star.
1: Yeah. So once you get inside you, I think you have to make it to the top of the pyramid or something. Okay. And, I've been to the top. Oh, okay. 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 I got it. So I think Stan tall, of the uh four um pillars, it basically the top of the pyramid explodes and that makes a new entrance into the pyramid oh. that drops you into a box that brings you down to the middle of the level where you can face off against I and he gives you a star. Okay. He's, He's pretty easy. He basically just does some things like he tries to smash you and while with one hand and while the uh, that's happening, the other hand's just sitting there and you want to punch him in the eye. Um, you do that like, I think it's like three times to each hand and then he gives you a star. Okay. Um, it's a fun boss. I just, I like him. He, uh, the, the Wind Waker has a boss just like him, kind of um, sort of this giant head with hands that you got to shoot with arrows, but it's, it's fun. Fun boss, not not particularly like probably not going to die, but I'm still having fun fighting. Um, there's the chill bully, the one with the spike on his head instead of the horns.
0: Yes, I remember fighting that boss.
1: It's funny they call the pir- piranha flowers, piranha flowers, piranha plants like a boss. I mean, there there is one area you have to face off some big ones on. Oh
0: on yeah, yeah, I remember that. Island.
1: So. I guess it's a boss. But yeah. Kind of...
0: I guess for the, the mission pluck the piranha flower, I didn't realize that was a boss.
1: Like yeah.
0: I'm, I'm with you. That didn't seem like a boss encounter.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I did not, I did not encounter Wiggler though.
1: Oh yeah. So Wiggler is in, um, basically also on tiny, tiny, huge. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny, huge Island. You got to go to the summit and you got to ground pound the moat on top. And what that does is it drains the moat and it leaves a little hole that you can jump into his tiny Mario, you can go back. Um, but yeah, Wiggler's just, you just, you know, butt pound three times and then Wiggler's done. So it's, it's the same old Wiggler, not, not particularly challenging. So Wiggler's well, always kind of like a softball boss, I think. Yeah. In 3d Marios.
0: Yeah. And there were three encounters with Bowser, Bowser in the dark world, Bowser in the fire sea and Bowser in the sky. Um, each, the first two, I know we talked about, um, just in, in some form of conversation Mm -hmm. where it's like the first two encounters, you throw them into a bomb once the last encounter, you got to throw them into a bomb three times.
1: Yeah. I thought, always thought that was weird. I would have probably preferred a progression of one, two, and three, but I I guess I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I mean, fire C would not have been as fun um, if I had to throw him twice, but it's just, there seems to be, you know, normally you get a natural progression in these, in these games. So, yeah. Um, but it does make the final battle feel a little bit more epic. Like,
0: yeah, it um, took me a lot of tries, but you know, the persistence paid off.
1: Yeah. It, same for me. I think, well, Maybe not as many, but it definitely took, well, yeah. took me at least five tries to, to get him. And a lot of it was being a little greedy and trying to throw him when the blue fire was coming at me and, um, same.
0: Well, cause I never knew that it was going to be coming until I was already spinning him around and then I'd see it and I'm like, Oh crap
1: yeah exactly. so the, this what we're talking about is these little blue flames that sort of fire off in a triangle direction like when it when it lands, it kind of bounces in three directions, and one direction's always pointed at you for some reason yeah. and um, so it, which it always seems like it's the best time to try and grab Bowser when he shoots that blue flame, so it's kind of like a trap, a bait and switch like but so, I,
0: I would never see I would never see it actually get like spit out, I guess mm, I just yeah. would, I just would see that I grabbed his tail and I'd start spinning him. And then all of a sudden I see fire coming down from the sky and I'm like, ah, oh, crap.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so sometimes you gotta like kind of create some distance to get the camera to pan back, uh, so that you can sort of see the flames coming down or when he, when he, yeah, blows the flames,
0: I, I would so. do that when I was trying to like, go collect coins to get some more health. Mm -hmm. But in that last one, when I only had to throw him four times, I took no damage. I not once was he able, even able to have enough time to fire out anything to attack me. Like I just went, I just was super aggressive (laughs) on trying to grab him. And I was successful in grabbing him every time before he could attack. So I got lucky.
1: Yeah, it, and yes, yeah, that's sort of the trick. Is like if he, it, there's a trade off. If he breathes fire, there's a chance he might dro- they might drop some coins. Um, if he doesn't, if you don't give him the chance to, if you're able to grab him beforehand, you don't get any coins. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. But thankfully, I didn't take any damage in that particular run. Wow. Probably like my twentieth.
1: No damage, or whatever that's, it that's, was. That's impressive.
0: Yeah, no damage
1: in four throws. Bowser was done. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, that's your gamer resume. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just won't mention that it was like my twentieth attempt in yeah. a row.
2: Yeah.
1: That's all right. I you know, I've seen other, you know, Twitch streamers who are you know very capable gamers, you know, have a lot of trouble with that fight. So um
0: Yeah, just the precision of having to throw Bowser into one of the bombs is like it's hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is um, not even
0: just one into three of them. And they don't, and they don't respawn. Like once you've used that bomb in that area, you can't throw it back.
2: I'm
0: mm-hmm. sorry. You can't throw him back in the same spot.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, and that third str- throw, he, uh, knocks the sort of edges off the platform to make a star shaped platform. So it's a little, uh, you don't have the luxury of like kind of throwing him short yeah. distances to get closer to the bomb.
0: Yeah. So you at least by the third one, you really have to be accurate.
2: Yeah.
1: So I think that's super Mario 64. Um, I had a lot of fun with it and I had so much fun that once I got to 120 stars, I was like, that's, that's it. I kind of want to play more. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I picked up the 33 ds version just so I could get like a different perspective and A-B test. Um, but yeah, what did, what did you think finally beating the game? It's great. Glad I finally did it. Worth the wait?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, overall, I'd say it, was, it still holds up really well. Again, I really strongly recommend using an N64 controller if you can. Um, get one of those Nintendo Switch ones if you can. I got super lucky uh, a couple weeks ago when they finally went up on sale and I, I saw it within like five hours or something of them going on sale. So there was still some available, like most of the time I see that that gets posted on Reddit or something. It's like, I catch it like 12 to 18 hours later and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So yeah, finally got one and uh, I'm digging it.
1: Yeah, I've, I still have hopes that um, I can use my Brawler controller on the Switch. I think it is possible. I just need to do a firmware update
0: on it. So so. You have a Bluetooth one, yeah? Yes.
1: Well, I'm still, sorry. It's, um, it's the PC version, which has a USB dongle, which says advertise. It does work on the Switch. It's oh, just okay. the Without the firmware m- mapping, the, the uh, button mapping is, or sorry, firmware update, the button mapping is off. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be worth checking out. Yeah. And actually, um, uh, retro fighters actually, uh, has a new version that is, uh, specif- specifically for the Nintendo switch it does not require a dongle. You compare it to the switch. Um, oh, to that's my cool. dismay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bummed because, uh, I was kind of like, Oh, that's why I bought the PC one, but <laughs> it's, um, it's okay.
0: All right. Well, anything else on Mario 64 before we get the heck out of here.
1: We better go because I'm gonna start playing it again. I'm gonna I wanna dust off the N64 and (laughs) play that way.
0: (laughs) All right then. Well, let's get in that time machine. And we have arrived back to present day, which again is the past for you listeners. December the twenty eighth, the year is two thousand and twenty two. Not much longer, though. <laughs> that's that's true. That is we, we are almost done with this year. Um, so, yeah, now is the part of the show where we talk about the stuff that we've been playing. And uh, you've definitely got a bigger list this time around. I do. A symptom of being on vacation. Heck, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've got a lot of stuff that I've already been talking about, like Overwatch 2. Haven't played a ton of it but I've played some and have been playing, uh, been playing a lot of characters that I don't normally play as a way to kind of incentivize myself to play. Also, you know, all of the chat functionality is turned off so I can't see any toxic comments. So it actually feels like a really great, feels like a really great welcoming environment because there's no really salty, Racist, offensive, misogynistic.
2: <laughs>
0: the list goes on and on. Language so feels a lot better, um, but still, I haven't played a whole lot. Still, only still only a handful of days in the past two weeks. Um, but also, did get to play some more Proteus with a friend of the show again, Mister Rabid Jalopy.
1: Oh, nice! And
0: um, yeah, had a nice time playing with him two weekends ago. I think it was the weekend right after we recorded our, our most recent episode other than this one. Um, so yeah, I played some more of that. Um, I've still been playing vampire survivors. I'm actually trying to see if I can get a hundred percent of the achievements
1: <laughs> oh. in
0: vampire survivors. Cause I'm close. <laughs> okay. Like I think I have less than 20 to go and there's a hundred and thirty of them. Oh my God. I don't know. Yeah. I've played this game a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, and I did actually buy the game. Now I've been playing it on Game Pass, but I decided to buy it on sale for four dollars, okay. uh, as opposed to five. And yep. I also got the DLC on sale for a
1: Oh, there's DLC. I need. There to is.
0: Look at that. Some some great value for the amount of time I've put into this game. Yeah, and still having a really good time with it. I still haven't seen all of it. I still haven't played like one or two of the levels and I have unlocked nearly every character and nearly every weapon and modifier, but not quite. There's still like a handful of characters that I need to get to like level 50 or level 80 or survive 30 minutes with. But anyway, I, yeah. Still been playing that game quite a bit, and I've really picked up in the past few days. Um, in the last four day weekend that I just had for the holiday, I've been playing a lot of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands again, and I really want to see if I can get through the story of that game. But I think I'm maybe like half the way through, coming across some really unique and fun guns. The the voice acting I feel like is great. The storyline is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot of fun and then continue to play some Mario Kart eight deluxe, uh, playing some of the new, some of the new races, you know, just digging the new courses. And then because of playing Mario 64 and kind of wanting to have some more 3d Mario, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to have exactly the same type of 3d Mario experience, I opted to play some more of Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury on the Nintendo Switch, which I 100% completed that game on the Wii U. I don't think I'm necessarily going to try to 100% complete it again on the Switch, or if I'll even keep playing this now that we're not playing Mario 64 for the show. You know, I got through another couple worlds in it, and it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful game. I feel like it is the perfect mixture of a 2D and 3D Mario game, like fantastic. That's, that's pretty much everything I've been playing. I know, I think there's a couple other titles that I've put like barely, barely any time into, but, um, these are all the things that actually got some, some decent play time from me.
1: All right. Um, yeah, so, I've also been playing some vampire survivors and got crazy addicted to it for a few days. Um, I kind of put it down at some point because I think I got a little, um, I felt like I wasn't improving very well. And I I definitely bought some, like I buffed my stats a little bit. I realized you got to do that at some point. You got to buff
0: your stats and you got to try out different characters so that you actually then in future runs, get the weapons that they are first associated
1: with to show up. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know how to unlock any characters. That's why I'm having a hard time. So uh, a lot of it's just from playing
0: like it, it, it it doesn't happen a lot early. And then Mm -hmm. once you start getting enough buffs and surviving longer, Then it's like when you get, you know, characters to level 20, level 30, level 50, level 80, depends on the character, then you'll get a new unlock for something. Okay. And like, sometimes it's a character Mm. or also pro tip real quick. (laughs) If, if you are in any one of the levels and you see a question mark on the map, like when you press start, Uh go to the question mark. Okay. That's all I will say is go to the question
1: mark. Gotcha.
0: Good. You will find your answers about characters.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. I will, I will check that out. I, it runs really well on the steam deck too. like sips power, like, like six Watts of power, which is one of the lowest that I've seen. Um, so like, that means that I could play that game for like five hours, like on on a single charge of the battery. So I think that that's really awesome. You're (laughs) like, what do you mean the battery's dead? I just started playing 20 minutes
0: ago. Yeah. Oh, it has been five hours.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So um, it was really handy to play like first thing in the morning at the airport on the way back. So I was playing that. I also got it on sale for like four bucks and i just picked up the dlc so that's good it's a bargain at twice the price yeah I just i don't know it just feels it's like we kind of talked about it you said it's kind of like a clicker
0: like cookie clicker it's kind of like cookie clicker meets a meets a shmup but i also agree with what you said
1: yeah i said it's also a little bit of madden because i feel like yeah. you're you're sort of running around the defense it yeah. reminds me you're of pokemon
0: like playing 16 yeah.
1: bit madden yep Yep, just sort of running away, trying to get around the defense. Yeah, anyway, that's what it kind of feels like. So, See, a lot of why, kiting. That's why you need the garlic. <laughs> the garlic's really powerful. I love it. And
0: <laughs> the the King Bible.
1: Yeah, King Bible's fun too. I like the, those are the kind of weapons I like using. And then, like, the you gotta Boomerang. Get, you got to get and
0: evolutions, man. Actually, yeah. the Boomerang is amazing when you get the evolution. Okay.
1: Okay. I'll Once that you out. start
0: evolving the weapons, Oh man, <laughs> it gets nuts. Then you can just stand there and oh. you'll never die well, oh. until death comes and gets
1: you. Oh, uh, that's, that's great. That's great. That sounds awesome. Um, so something else I fired up for a little bit just to see if it would run on, uh, the steam deck or how it looked is, um, psychonauts Two. Nice. So since I have my save on Steam, I thought, well, I haven't been playing this game. And a lot of it is because I didn't want to sit at my PC and play it. So I put it on very low settings and it looked kind of blurry at 30 frames per second. It was kind of like, all right, well, I'm only pulling seven watts of power. Let's see what if I put it up to low instead of very low. I'm like, okay, we're still seven watts of power. Let's see what can we do 40 frames per second, 40 frames frames per second draws like eight, nine, 10 Watts of power. I'm like, that's still pretty good. That's where we want to be. You know, I, I, um, and, and so it plays pretty well and I might be able to be playing psychonauts two handheld. So I want to keep, nice. I want to finish that game one of these days. So that's, I'm going to put a pin in that. I'm not playing some other things right now while I'm on vacation, but when I, uh, when I need to play portably, that's, that's what I'll be playing. um, I read an article while I was on vacation, um, about a game, uh, basically the author was singing praises about lemon cake, which is sort of like a Stardew Valley type of simulation game, but it takes place in a bakery and your, uh, job is, um, basically to, Uh, take orders from customers that come in and um, it's sort of got rpg elements so you're upgrading your shop which gives you more opportunities you get uh, plants that will give you more ingredients for and it's not like stardew valley where you have to water you do have to water the plants but that's really all you have to do is sprinkle some water on them once in a while so it will give you things like cocoa beans so you can make chocolate chip cookies for your customers when they order them. Um, so there's like kind of a a little bit of like overcooked meets stardew Valley almost in a way, because you're like sort of prepping things and prioritizing things and trying to keep the fire stoked so you can keep baking things. It's a nice little game for some reason, even on the lowest settings on steam deck, it still like pulls 15 Watts of power at like all, uh, all the time. And I'm like, I know this game is on Nintendo switch and I feel like it's probably better optimized there. So I actually issued a refund for this game just because it doesn't run well. Like got it. It's a fun little game. It just like it. I'm glad that I tried it. It just like, it wasn't for me. I didn't really like how the game was paced. I will recommend it to other people it just wasn't for me. <laughs> so Yeah,
0: no that's fair uh, enough.
1: So anyway, it's just it was a delightful little game. So I I I'm sorry if it sounded like I was misleading cuz it's re- really the reason why I refunded it is because it doesn't run well. That's the and I'm not going to continue to play it there. So um there was one that ru- does run a little bit better. Um I don't know if it's pronounced Robotry or RoboTry. <laughs> it's one of the two. It's sort of one of those weird co-op games where you're sort of controlling a little robot that's got two legs and um you control with the joystick at the same time and uh, it's kind of just like this funny awkward thing as you like learn to walk and do different tasks it's a fun little i thought it would be something to try out multiplayer on the on the switch since when i was traveling i brought a couple playstation controllers just so i could do something like that um hey, so about the steam deck yeah on the steam deck gotcha yeah, A couple of PlayStation controllers because uh, then I wouldn't have to deal with batteries necessarily. Um, oh yeah, and okay, I don't have two. Well, I guess I do technically have two Bluetooth Xbox controllers, but that's just like I, I was gonna be just throwing these into a suitcase. So I use my PS4, you know, Dual Shock fours. I have two Bluetooth
0: phone. compatible Xbox controllers. Got to pump up those rookie numbers. Yeah, I'm well, <laughs> yeah, gee, I, yeah, I know what? I know. You're not going to be like, like me and
1: have six, probably four, sure. We'll just call it six. <laughs> oh my god, we'll just call it that. Okay, okay, well,
0: well yeah, that sounds like a great number. I don't <laughs> want that, that way, I won't have to actually evaluate and count.
1: <laughs> I, I definitely have at least, you know, uh, I think I have three, uh, I have easily four like normal xbox one controllers it's just the bluetooth compatible ones you know only got a couple of those um something i came back to and i did this last time i was in oh hawaii God. too i started playing the sims 4 on xcloud and for some reason when you're just like in a place like in hawaii and you're just killing time just hanging out it somehow the sims 4 just seems like Appealing somehow because that's what you do is you just kill time. <laughs> so anyway, that's what uh, that's what I played. I played a. I discovered aliens in the game. Like for whatever reason, I I met a neighbor that was an alien. Which they have a kind of a cool gimmick is that they have like this disguise, so you can sort of change how they look as when they're disguised, and then you can also change their look as uh, aliens too. So it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Um, so uh, I, anyway, I, I, I liked playing the Sims four on xCloud there. I want to continue doing that, but where I play games, uh, I don't have a wired ethernet connection, so I'm I'm going to try and work on that over the next few days. Gotcha. Uh, wrapping up my list here, a couple things that I've been playing. Um, I got some some games for Christmas. One of them was sack boys, big adventure on PS five. And, uh, the reason I wish list this is so that my partner and I could play together. And it, it's basically playing this game. It is, um, sack boy doing its like best impression of super Mario 3d world. Like okay. that's really what the game is. Like it's little big planet as, super Mario 3d world and yeah, we're having fun. There's a little overworld that you go to, uh, you go to each of the individual levels. They nice. have, you share a screen that sort of kind of zooms out when you get far apart. And there's platforming that includes like grabbing things and flinging you and stuff like that. And, uh, there's a lot of music in it, some licensed music as well, uh, from stuff that I've seen. So, um, I've, I've heard from, uh, like either watching a review or a trailer that they have, um, um, that, uh, a Bruno Mars song in there that I can't, uh, quite remember for some reason. I think it's, uh, was it 24 carat? Um, uh, anyway, sure. It, something rather yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll go with that um so played a few levels of that we're going to continue playing it but we were like both had the day off and we're like i'm kind of tired now i think i'm gonna take a nap so (laughs) so the last thing i was um playing is stray and i i can't talk about this game a lot because i know it's something that you're playing i know that's other people are you know want to maybe be playing and finish but i actually um uh, that didn't really make sense. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> um, I finished Stray today and it's a great oh, cool. game. And the, the, the one thing that sort of rolled around in my head, cause it reminded me of some other games or stories that, I, and I'm going to say this without any context. Okay. The game feels very half-life two mixed with Wally. You put those two things together. You got stray okay so
0: you were supposed to be in the test chamber a half hour ago gordon (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: and i i mean it more like modern half-life well i did say half-life 2 right half-life 2
0: oh maybe maybe you said half-life 2 and i just was thinking of it's
1: it's It's Half-Life.
0: It's the same thing.
1: As far as the graphics, like I was like when I'm watching it, I'm like, this feels very Half-Life Alex when I'm, when I'm looking at that. That's one aspect. Again, I'm not going to talk anything more because then you're going to start to divulge the story and the gameplay. And I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get into that. So anyway, Stray, good game. I, you know, some things I read online said it was like a three to four hour experience. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> I definitely think that that game. Took yeah. At I've least seen six hours. I've
0: seen longer than that as yeah. the estimated time. I think at least six to eight hours is what I, to, I've generally seen. That feels better. That feels more along the lines. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I've seen other things that are like this game only takes like however many hours then I play it and I'm like, it took me two to three times as much time to complete this game. Like, yes. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. It, maybe it takes this much time if you have the game memorized.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. I, so yeah, I have, I have played probably the first hour ish of stray with my partner. Um, but like, I don't know when we're going to play it again next. It's a it's a thing where we are going to play it together the way that we did with Detroit Become Human because you know we love cats and mm-hmm. it's a game starring a cat you get to control a cat so yeah a tabby cat no less so. yeah a little orange a little orange cat kind of like kind of like my old orange cat
2: mm-hmm.
0: but anyway so yeah we we both want to play it together so it might take me a while to complete it I don't know. I don't know when the next time we'll play it together will be.
1: So until some time. Make yeah, it hopefully
0: happen. not too far in the future from now, because I really would like to get through the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um just because I want to play it. It's funny, I was uh before before my partner went to go visit her family earlier this month. Um I just bought Stray. We hadn't played it yet, and she was like don't play through it while I'm gone. And then when I come home, pretend like you never played it and (laughs) act like you're playing it for the first time with me. And I was like, you read my mind. <laughs> I was like, I was considering doing that. Cause I really wanted to get through the game and play it before the end of the year.
1: But
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: Um, cause I, I was like, you probably, that's never happened. You wouldn't do that. And that's so funny that you actually were thinking of that. That's
2: I
0: mean, cause selfishly, I really wanted to play the game. Like yeah. I really, I do really, really want to like see what it has to offer. Cause you know, how long or how often does a,
1: does a game come around where you get to be a cat
0: and it does it well.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, again, it's not really a spoiler, but there's a meow button. Yeah. It's just a <laughs> circle button. Yeah, this exactly. Meow, yeah. <laughs> which it's is great. It's it just like an entitled goose game. How there's a honk button yeah. and a way to flap your wings. I'm like, you, you guys know what you're doing. Like my, <laughs> my
0: two of my cats were like, glued to the TV mm, mm-hmm. when we were playing this game.
2: Um, I have
1: pictures of my dogs doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just watching. Just like
0: riveted seeing other cats on the TV. So yep.
1: yeah. It's they it must be doing something right, right? So yeah. So hopefully, you know,
0: in the near future I will be able to progress more than an hour into the game. <laughs> Um all right, I think that's I think that's everything. Do you want to tell the folks at home the game that we're going to be playing next?
1: Yeah, um since I technically picked it, but I think it's a game that we're um we both as near and dear to our hearts. Um so our next episode is going to be a Portal and for the PC.
2: And
0: other stuff, but you know, yeah, PC cuz that's what it came out on first.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um it's what was it did it come out first was it a simultaneous release with the orange box i thought it was i don't think
0: so i think Mm. it came out on its or maybe maybe it was i feel like i bought portal on its own on pc but then i bought the orange
1: box for xbox Mm. i mean uh it's it's yeah it's possible that on pc you could purchase them separately but because uh, I owned I, everything separately on PC already, but I, I think that they it was a simultaneous release. So to the internet, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was
0: released in a bundle, the orange box, and the, the only reason I know that and P and PS3.
1: Yeah, the the only reason I know that is because I was so hyped, and I think the PS3 was later, but um, but Xbox, yeah, 360. I was. Definitely got was like biting at the bit because I had been watching trailers for months.
0: <laughs> oh, didn't it? Didn't it also release Half
1: Life? Uh, episode two? two.
0: Yeah, episode two.
2: Yep. Was simultaneous, right? That's right. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was. Oh god, that was
1: a revelation. There was so much content, and if I remember right. I think uh, some of my friends like uh, Crawfish Prince, b- Crawfish Print Pinch, <laughs> <laughs> Pinch. Uh, it was his first time experiencing Half Life Two. as I, I think I, I may have purchased it for him on the PS3, the orange box. Uh, anyway, uh, back when
0: uh, I could also play TF2 on console. I wonder if the I wonder if you could still play TF like vanilla TF2. <laughs> from the orange box,
1: I don't know if it would be vanilla. I think it would have some updates, but I think it it might well. Still it's be vanilla
0: because it, oh, to me, I'm saying it's vanilla because it's it's pre hats. Oh, like mm. there's no inventory system in the orange box version of PS or uh, of TF2 for mm. console.
1: I see. Okay,
0: huh? I might have to see if there's still a TF2 server up on the 360 version of the orange box.
1: Anyway, yeah, I, I would, I would bet that I feel like it would still be running. I, I don't know. It's either that or they've already taken care of that years ago. I can't remember. Though.
0: <laughs> now, now I need to find out anyway.
1: So yeah, I'll probably
0: be playing this on my PC. I might try to fire up the, uh, portal RTX version that was just released and mm. see, uh, see if my card handles it. Okay. It's not, not as young as it used to be, but it's still not bad at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's uh, definitely worth, I, I I would definitely be curious to see if it, uh, how it, how, what it's like. Um, cause they've done a lot of work on those assets for that version.
0: Yeah. It looks really good. I actually was watching the day uh, or a couple of days before it released, um, streamer that I watch named Nalvara, um, mm. Nvidia sent her a 4090 or no, or, or 4080, sent her a 4080 and was like, Hey, will you play Portal RTX? Here's a 4080. <laughs> wow. And like stream it. <laughs> so she got a advanced copy. Um, and it looked great, but you know, she was playing with a 4080.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Moneybags card. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny when she was talking about it on her stream. She was like, so when NVIDIA reached out to me, I was like, yeah, right. This is probably a joke.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then even when it showed up, she's like, yeah, good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Until she like actually opened it up was like, crap, there actually is a GPU in here. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah.
1: So come on, NVIDIA. <laughs>
0: we we could use some stuff if you want to sponsor
1: us. Hey. I'll I'll play I'll play Portal on a 12-hour stream for <laughs> if uh send me one of those cards.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Just putting it out there. So
0: well, yeah. We'll do do something. I'll we'll do something fancy with it. All right. Anything else before we get the heck out of here? I don't think so. All right. Well, hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to the show. We know there are a lot of podcast options out there and we appreciate you taking the time to put our words in your ears. It really does mean a lot. You can also check out our website at www.retrogametimemachine.com and you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods and probably every every other podcasting app out there. Uh, you can join us on Discord, follow us on Instagram and you can support us on Patreon. Come join us next time when we talk about Portal. May your video games be fun and bye for now. See ya.